Hey imitators, this is part two of last week's episode. So this is episode 11. Um, but Russell Brock and his girlfriend Lexi and I are talking and Raul Zambrano and Dan Bublitz Jr. show up. And so then the five of us talk. Uh, right, right at the beginning, Russell and Lexi are talking some crap, but they're just being funny. And um, uh, let's see. What else? Oh, at a certain point in the podcast... Uh, me and Dan started nerding out about D&D, and Russell, um, uh, Russell Brock walked, like, he didn't leave the house, but he just, or the apartment, he just, uh, kind of walked out of the room, because he was too nerded out to talk about that stuff, but, uh, it's awesome, so, yeah, D&D, Dungeons and Dragons, for life, for life! Uh, yeah, episode 11, You and Me and Thoughts and Talk with Russell Brock and Dan Bubitz Jr. and Raul Zambrano and Lexi. Um, so enjoy. Uh, we got we got pretty nerdy talking about D&D. And also, uh, at a certain point in this episode, the, the audio kind of uh, does like little blips and I couldn't uh, go through and edit it out because some of it um, makes it less cohesive and then you'd be like what are they talking about then also some of the blips make it make you go what are they talking about uh sorry about that um i don't know what it is just the program but uh yeah this intro is getting long so uh, this episode's kind of long but uh you're gonna love it so you and me and thoughts and talk yamitat yam it up yamitators um yam uh yeah Yam, uh, yam, and yep, yams. Okay, one more thing I forgot to mention: um, our apartment comedy show every Saturday here at uh, our apartment. Uh, I think I'm just gonna change the time from uh, seven to starting time from seven to seven thirty, and then we go till like nine thirty, nine forty-five, um, because official sanctioned quiet time here in the um, neighborhood is ten p.m. So. Anyway, yeah, our apartment comedy show, Yam a Tat, Yam It Up. All right. The rest of it. I think oh. they're here. They're here. They are here. They are here. They are here. Hello. Hello. So that, that didn't oh, Dude, what a motherfucker. No. Jesus Christ, now freaking damn bubbles is coming in here. Oh they better God. have food. I swear to God. Like, they kill people if they don't have food. Are you hungry? I'm really hungry. Oh, sorry, dear. Yeah. God, now he's got to get fucking extra chairs and not fucking prepare this shit. Hi! Zambrano's here. God damn it. And Dan Bubblets. Fucking A. Jesus oh, hey. Christ, these guys. It's recording right now, so I'm just being a dick while he's away. You don't fuck you too, Dan Bubblets. Yo, Dan Bubblets, you want to throw down, motherfucker? I'll throw down with you right now. Everybody wants to throw down with me because I'm notorious. Notorious. I brought apples. P A N D A. Closer. Whoa. You have a good seat, Dan. Fuck. Comfy chairs for everyone. Awesome. Comfy chairs are great, too. Well, then, I've just been delegated to to holding purses. That's a camera bag. Well, you know, I'm just going to sit here like this and just enjoy my dainty self with these two bags on my lips. See how fun listening to... 
for conversations. Yeah, you will. We're talking mad shit about you, bro. Mad shit. Like diarrhea, constipation. Yep. Literally. Just big wet, fiery jalapenos. Big wet goopy shits. Like, you know, like when you poop and you're like, that's just water. Ew. Yeah, it's called boo, butt urine. Mm-hmm. That's... The also, technical, technical term. Also, what inspired the Dragon Ball Z character Boo? Oh, see, yeah. I don't know Dragon Ball Z. I know that. I thought you were talking about monsters. Funny, in the, the first part of my name is Boo. Boo, Boo. Sure. <laughs> I don't know if I like that. <laughs> ah. uh, Not sure if I'm a fan. I didn't make it up. <laughs> Damn, but you're in Lins. Ben Junior. But you're in Flitz I've been called worse. Uh, hey, you know, my, I had a cool blitz. nickname in high school. My nickname was Hey Faggot, so. <laughs> so those uh, still listening, um, Dan Bublitz and Raul Sambrano just joined Ooh. us. So you can stop listening now. <laughs> <laughs> the good part's the point, over. Yeah. I speak Spanish. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Douglas? Douglas. Yeah. Douglas. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. Douglas. All right, there you go. Me gusta las papas fritas de la noche, el ojo del tigre. Hello to you too, Russell. Si. Donde está el baño? Trabajo con bebés. They work with babies. With babies, yeah. Apparently. That's the last thing Russell should do. You know what? I was a manny for about a year. Oh, wow. How was that? Someone trusted me with children. Um, <laughs> it was awesome. They were like, hey, we're going to pay you an exorbitant amount of money to be seven years old for hours on end. Clearly they were on drugs. <laughs> Actually, yeah, the guy would sometimes pay me in pot. So, but it was awesome. Like, I would just like go there like six in the morning before the parents would leave to work. I would just like sit there and watch CNN. Kids would wake up. Eat fucking fruity pebbles with them. Watch Godzilla <laughs> movies. Go to the beach. Build Legos. Oh man, it's so hard. It's so difficult. Slave it away. Watch oh, these Godzilla stress. movies. It was really funny though. It, was, like, it made me realize like what like you know people are always like kids are sponges. They will repeat anything mm-hmm. they hear. Oh, yeah. This kid was so fucking cute. He <laughs> fucking comes over. He wakes up. He's all crust, crusty eyed and everything. He's got a little blonde mohawk, right? <laughs> And he's just rubbing his eyes. He goes, oh, Russell, I didn't know you would be here this early. Can I get you something to drink? Uh-huh. Maybe a vodka? Part of me wanted to be like, I want to see where this goes. <laughs> and the other half was like, or you could get fired. <laughs> so, he pours himself one for yeah. you. Oh, probably. Probably. With those kids, it wouldn't surprise me. Wouldn't surprise me. Daddy lets me have three every day. Yep. Yep. Uh, it's always fun when you're like going over to hang out with the dad and the kid's like, Dad, let's play. And the dad just like is loading up a bong and he's about to smoke me out. And he's like, Dad's got to take his medicine first. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, and, you know, you should try being a father. Uh, I'm not really doing a good job. You have all these baby responsibilities. Yeah, exactly. Like, your kid's not, thanks to me, your kid wants to grow up to be Mothra. Oh. So, you know. <laughs> Might want to like pick up some slack. I'm so you're welcome. Up. Give me a raise. Yeah, exactly. Your child wants to be a giant Japanese butterfly controlled by two twins. It's, it's I didn't chance. know that about Mothra. Yep. 
She's controlled by two twins who represent the cosmos of the universe, which is another way for saying New Age bullshit that people who listen to Inya subscribe to. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so how are they controlled? Are they in Mothra? Or are they... Is they're like psychic. Robot? She's magic and oh. shit. She is like a, the supernatural aspect of the Godzilla universe. God damn it, this got really nerdy really <laughs> Yeah, yeah it did. Good. You lost uh, me. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Um, yeah, Godzilla. Cool. I remember the. I remember being disappointed in the Matthew Broderick one. Yeah, you should oh, be. Yeah. yeah, should be in a movie but where the line, where one of the 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 tagline of the, the of the movie is that's a lot of fish. It's uh. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of fish. But I also remember having the soundtrack to that movie because I won it for free. Out of one of those uh, oh, good, crunch if you, bar? If you paid money for it, I would have I would have <laughs> leapt out of this chair and punched you in the face. <laughs> it was one of those crunch bar contests. Do you remember how you, the the foil wrapping used to be inside the paper wrapping? And yes. And they had the contest on the inside of the wrapper if you won or not. So what I would do is just tap the tap the wrapper a little bit, push the foil out, and then see, oh, that's a loser, and then just tap it back uh, in. And uh, so I won. Godzilla soundtrack, I won like free crunch bars and stuff. I won all these things that served no purpose for anything ever. (laughs) Yo man, I won some belly button lint. Hey, he still won. Yeah, that soundtrack was pretty sweet, alright? You know how he won? He won because somebody else was a loser because he put all the losers back. That's true, that's true. That's where losers should be, corralled in one area, (laughs) winners separated from them. Like, sending everything out, they're like, huh, this guy wins a lot. Exactly. <laughs> this is the luckiest motherfucker on earth. He should play the lottery. So what happened with that soundtrack is there was like Godzilla stuff in each song. Yeah, there's the Green Day Brain Stew bullshit. Is that what that song's called? There was yeah. Brain Stew. Yeah. yeah. Having trouble trying to sleep. Yeah. 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 Did you know what that song needed? Yeah. On a giant iguana roar. That's what that needed. I also had that song with Puff Daddy and Jimmy Page, uh-huh. where yeah. both of them took a collective shit on the song Cashmere, and it had the, one of the worst lyrics in all of hip-hop, where Puff Daddy says, Fuck my friends, fuck my foes, damn these hoes! <laughs> like, the worst, like, really, that's a... That's a and there were guys little noises in that one, too. There were! There were. Wait, is that fuck my friends, goes, fuck uh-huh. my foes, damn yeah. these hoes! <laughs> and that's Puff Daddy. That was his part. And then the Godzilla roar came after that. Wait, is that the one that's like... Yeah. He's like, uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. And I was like, I think that's why I don't listen to rap. No, that's why you shouldn't listen to Puff Daddy. Just like, you know, if I could switch spots, like if I could put Notorious B.I.G., and Puff Daddy in different locations. Just swap the spots where they were at that fateful night. That would be great. Because I would love to hear Biggie rap over that song. That would be great. Don't want to hear Puff Daddy rap over anything ever? No! <laughs> Have you ever seen an episode of Making the Band? He doesn't do anything involving bands at all! Is that still a show? Is that a show? I don't know. I, don't I haven't turned on, on MTV no, in 10 years. <laughs> Once The Hills was over, I was done. I was like, I can't keep up with Lauren Conrad. That's like what I'm thinking. (laughs) I was like, I can't keep up with this. I don't, the city is not a good enough spinoff. Like, I'm not interested. I'm all about Elsie and what she's going through. Spencer and Heidi are on I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. I would rather watch that. 
don't know if you really watched either of those shows. Did you used to watch The Hills? This is, a, this is a safe place, Russell. <laughs> watch the internet, not only the did I watch The Hills, I watched Laguna Beach, too. <laughs> That's right. Because I was like, the OC is a great show. <laughs> How can we have this with reality? Oh, it's not reality. It's basically the OC, just with a lower budget. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't watch any of those. There's um, just something about pretty people with problems. You know, pretty apparently. rich people with problems. Like, that's something you gotta watch. It's, like, it's trash TV, you know? Sometimes you oh, need a little trash TV. Uh, I fucking wouldn't live... I couldn't live without the Real Housewives of Atlanta. <laughs> Nene Leakes is my dream woman. I, like... She's she a sassy the black housewives? woman. Yeah, she's a sassy black woman on the Real Housewives of Atlanta. And he she, would know this. She has... She has a magnificent ass, uh, first of all. Second of all, this bitch got attitude for days. Like, she fucking waving her nails at motherfuckers and shit. She's like, uh-huh, you ain't gonna fuck up my Dolce Gabbana. Uh-huh, bitch. Who gonna check me, boo? Who gonna check me? I'm like, ah, oh, Nene, I love you. No one, I guess? I don't know. What does check mean? I, what are you talking I'm white. I'm white. <laughs> Should I check myself before I wreck myself? You You should. <laughs> you should. You and should chickity chuck yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> Every time I hear chuck yourself before you wreck yourself, I think of the Aquabats lyric. That's true. Big puffy fool, you marshmallow man. <laughs> that's like how every time I hear groove is in the heart, I think about driving off of a cliff. <laughs> you did exactly that. <laughs> While I was in here, I'm like looking around, like, what's, what's in here? I feel at home. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm like looking around, I'm like, okay, I'm comfortable. Mm-hmm. I'm surrounded by nerd things, I'm okay with this. Yeah, like, it's like being at home. Now, if you were surrounded by black people, that would be a completely, <laughs> completely different thing. Completely you different. Would, you'd be like, <laughs> what the hell is this? <laughs> I'd be sitting here all day. I was on the like, Soul Train Awards like, podcast. <laughs> Just decor, like there's just black people on decor just everywhere. Yeah, it's like 12 years a slave. And they're like, they walk in and they yeah. have all the black people naked, and they're like, hey, yeah, this is a lampshade. Yeah. <laughs> this is Tyrell, who'll make a great sofa. Oh, man. <laughs> this just got really dark. They have bigger dicks. Oh, <laughs> That's where you end the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Bigger dicks. Boom. <laughs> if you're gonna end, you end with big dicks. I mean, there's one thing I've learned doing comedy. Big you gotta end dick. with just a big swinging cock. Yeah. Just, just people are like, what the fuck? He are whips doing? it out. <laughs> go big or go home. Exactly. Yeah. It's part of, part of stand-up comedy is taking your penis out. Mm-hmm. Swinging in people's faces. That's right. Mm-hmm. I've yet to do that on stage. And really saying, do you like this? I don't care. I like this. And when you're done, your dick's dragging on the floor, and you're like, thank you, good night, and you walk off, and there's like a snail trail. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you had a really good set. <laughs> you prayed a little bit. A lot of penis sludge. Uh-huh. Oh, sweet, sweet little little sludge. glimmer. When they turn off the lights in the club, there's this glow. Like it's a fucking nightmare in the video game Max Payne and you're trying to get to the baby's crib. That's a reference for people who've been yeah. gaming in 2001. I haven't played that game. 
haven't done a lot of things. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you let's know. just face it that you live this hollow, empty existence <laughs> um, where you need to fill it with pop culture things. I know. And I do know a lot of pop culture, too. Like He my, knows more. My roommates... <laughs> I don't doubt that. Russell, Russell is a that. pop culture mach- fucking machine. Like, no one references things as much as Russell. Like, anything. Anything. It's true. <laughs> this is true. Like, I'll, I'll quote things and then people will be like, what is... Uh-huh. Is that from something or not? Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm sure you get that a lot. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. You know what? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Is that you just being you, or are you that, quoting something? That's like, why I can never watch <laughs> Netflix with other people, because then it just becomes like, oh, you seen this? Yep. Seen it? I'll give you the whole synopsis <laughs> on everything. You know what? You want to know who the gaffer was in this movie? <laughs> you know the best boy. <laughs> <laughs> I can name best? every single person who made Lawrence of Arabia. Wow, really? that would be awesome if I could. Cause oh, that's like, yeah, no, because that's like that that movie <laughs> had like the wow. biggest production crew <laughs> ever. Just like, like sit at home all day reading credits. <laughs> yeah. yep. it's like I don't even watch the movies. I'm just watching it. the credits. The yeah. the, re- the part of the way I know so much about. I had a summer job in high school where I was working at the local pool. And there was nothing new because I wasn't a lifeguard. I was just a cashier. Like people would just swipe their pool card, whatever, or give me five bucks. Yeah. So I'd be on IMDb or Wikipedia the entire time, just like. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's oh that guy was in that. What else has he been in? <laughs> oh shit! I forgot. Times Tom Sizemore was in the Relic. <laughs> I haven't watched the Relic in years. I'm gonna go home and watch the Relic. And then I watch the Relic, and I'm like, you know. What this reminded me of? Mimic. <laughs> I'm gonna watch Mimic. <laughs> and then I watch. And I'm like, Mia Sorbino was in Mimic. What do you know? What, what has she been doing recently? Oh. Nothing. <laughs> well, I guess I'm gonna watch The Replacement Killers. <laughs> I recently have been. I recently started The 4400. Have you seen that show? I don't do much television. Okay. I'm more he m- movies. Really he hasn't seen. How I Met Your Mother. Obviously, oh, he doesn't watch a lot of television. That came out in 2005. I know. I wasn't watching. I was yeah. doing a lot of drugs in 2005. <laughs> I didn't have time. I was busy finding out what would happen if I ate half a sheet of acid at, <laughs> at a System of a Down concert. That's what I was pretty What happened? With. Oral obliteration. <laughs> um... Uh, my entire my chakras were sh- shattered. Um, there, there, did you know, System of a Down has a tiny man who comes out before they get on stage. From I don't know if it's a real thing or not, but it. I, or if it's a real man. Yeah, this is just something that happened. It was like when I discovered Tim and Eric. Uh, when I, I found out about that show after I was coming down off of an entire weekend of tripping acid, and I just sat down and turned on the TV, and that was on. <laughs> on a head full of acid. <laughs> and it got to the point where it was like a marathon of Tim and Eric, right? So it was like two hours of this show. And I just like eventually think like the TV is off. Like, <laughs> I have lost my fucking mind, obviously. And they're projecting this comedic brilliance onto this. So I should write some of this down. Spaghetti. <laughs> But I have seen. I did see the movie. Oh, the movie's so good. Yeah, that movie. Bro- I literally peed my pants laughing watching that movie. When all the kids. Top Gun is my favorite movie. 
Wanna watch it again? <laughs> oh, so good. The part where all the kids were shitting in the bathtub, that did it for me. Like, there's a scene where a guy is put into a bathtub and then a bunch of children who all look the same <laughs> walk in and they're wearing burlap sacks for like clothes, like burlap tunics. And they all like sit on the edge of the bathtub and just start shitting into it while this guy's <laughs> laying in there. And the whole time they're just going, shrimp, shrimp, shrimp. And then like this guy, like the dad from Twin Peaks fucking baptizes the dude in the bathtub full of shit. And it's like, it's the most, it's the most disgusting part of the movie. The whole movie is just building up to this. Like you're like, there's going to be some moment in this movie that is just going to be so rancidly putrid and disgusting <laughs> that I'm not going to know what to do with myself. And then when it gets to that moment, you find out what you do with yourself, which is fall down, broken, <laughs> pissing yourself laughing because you're mad you didn't think of it. Oh, man. The lightly soiled toilet paper. Oh, that was so great. The guy's like, Selling pre pre owned toilet paper, he goes out to the to the sewage sewage drains and shit, and gets toilet paper, spools it out, dries it up, oh my <laughs> and resells it to people. He's like, my, you know, this has been in the family for three generations. <laughs> like so proud of it. There's a store in the mall. Oh, it's so great. Oh. Will Forte owns a knife and sword shop. Oh yeah. But he like. He's such a dick to everyone. He has the worst customer service. He, he yells at everybody, calls everyone cunts and shit. <laughs> and, like, uh, the reason why is because the town has some law against, like, selling swords and knives. And they give him money, like, for every sword he doesn't sell. <laughs> and so he's just, like, uses an excuse to be a dick to everyone who comes in. This guy's like, uh, how much is this sword right here? And he just goes... Fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. It's a great movie. So how long have you you guys been doing comedy? Wow, what a yeah, sad thing! Yeah, 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 man, like, that was fuck you! How yeah. long have you been doing comedy? Just call me Paul Blart. <laughs> oh god, observant uh, report was way better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have been doing comedy for over three years. Okay. I don't know the exact days and months and three years like a day. How many seconds? Three seconds. <laughs> I've been doing milliseconds here. I haven't even started doing comedy. Sing the fucking song from Rent, Dan. What time, God damn it. Is, what time does this apartment show start? Because that's when I'm starting comedy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 7:30. All right, at 7:30 I'm starting comedy. That's wow. when I'm making my debut right here go. in your backyard. Yeah. Welcome, Dan. That's where I made my debut in ass to ass porn. <laughs> Yep, and there are all these dudes with suits with, like, flashlights and shit. <laughs> and Jennifer Conley came in. She's like, this is a mistake. <laughs> this is going to do something to my career. Mm-hmm. Give her an Academy Award. Did she win one for that movie? She better. I don't know if she did. <laughs> she had to go ass to ass with another chick. If she should have won for anything, it should have been for ass to ass. Seriously. And now, the award for ass to ass. <laughs> Presented it's, by Michael that's Caine. Like, <laughs> that's like an MTV movie award, actually. Yeah. <laughs> best, best Jason Biggs and Sean William Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Seth Rogen, James Franco. 
has to has to <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> I just watched that movie. Breaking Two. Ugh, boy. Sorry. Was, the whole time through <laughs> Breaking and Breaking Two, I was convinced that um, Ozone was gay. I thought he was gay. And then he ended up ended up like dating that chick, the main chick. Story of my life. You okay over there? Oh yeah, I'm fine. Uh, <laughs> just gets just, just narcoleptic. Just, yeah, because <laughs> of snore mode. That's how I snore through my throat. I was like wondering for a second, I was like, does he have like syrup in his That was like a growl. Like, <laughs> That's because he was like reaching for my booze. I'm like, Rrr. It's like a dog when you reach for their bone. Exactly. That's how I am with alcohol. That's exactly how I am with alcohol. Stay away from my food. So Raul, how, yes. long been, how long have you been doing comedy? Uh, less than a year. I think I'm not really? nine, yeah, nine, ten months. So. Dang. Man, you don't even have your AA chip yet. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's barely getting started. Yep. I'm a, babe, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a comedy baby. All right. Yeah. Just popped out of wow. the cruel womb of life. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this twist off is the end of me. Just realized that life should be laughed at. And only laughed at at all times. Mm-hmm. That was deep, dude. <laughs> <laughs> right? That was fucking deep. Right? I'm a philosopher. Whoa. I mean, I, I took a philosophy class. Right. Oh, I mean, yeah, you're, you're an amateur you. philosopher. I mean, I, I got a C, but. Right. I mean, it was in high school. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it was online. Yeah. yeah. Right, it wasn't a class, yeah. it was just a wiki page. <laughs> I didn't know what philosophy was. <laughs> What's philosophy again? <laughs> yeah, I totally. Be funny though. if you were serious. <laughs> like, he no, looked seriously. like serious. He's so really well. Yeah, like, he's like, like part of me was like, should we explain this? <laughs> trying to figure Does he it out. really not know what philosophy is? I mean, isn't that just people guessing at what life is about? Pretty I mean, much. much. Man, you know, that sucks for you guys. Like I know exactly what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> You should get a kick out of what happens when you die. Why are we here? Are we even here? Dun, dun. No, we're not. Dun, dun. We're not. This is all a simulation. Um, <laughs> and, and and Albert Linton uh, goes around the Nebuchadnezzar and, <laughs> and, and, and rescues people. <laughs> and frees them. And he's like, do you want the red pill or the blue pill? And you're, and you're like, you're so old and black, Albert. <laughs> and he's like, someone got to work the popcorn machine. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I, I have a lot of respect for Albert Linton. I can't imagine what it would be like to see, you know, be around for the invention of glass. <laughs> he was there for that. You know that, right? Really? Yeah. I know who you're talking yeah. about. Centurion who stabbed Christ on the cross. He was there. That was Albert. <laughs> Who's, who's Albert Linton? He is the resident old black man at the La Jolla Comedy Store. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, he is always complaining about something. <laughs> Every time I'm at the bar, like, sitting there trying to mind my business, he's like, these motherfuckers doing their shit. <laughs> Spot on Albert Linton. There should be, by the way. exactly, like, Spot there should be a movie him. called 12 Years of Linton. And it's just... <laughs> And it's just Albert working at the comedy store, standing next to the popcorn machine, bitching about Chip because Chip is just like swimming in pussy and is young, and like hasn't been around, like, d- like didn't ride the school bus with Brachiosaurus. 
Oh, I ha- I've only been to the comedy store once. Really? Yeah, and it was you thrilled. Are you serious that you've been doing comedy for like six years? Yeah. yeah. And you've only been to the comedy store once? Yeah. For a long time, um, I didn't Play do things on though. Sundays. Oh. Um, the Lord's Day? Day of rest and all that right. stuff, you know. And um, and now I'm like, you know what? If I, if I make people laugh on a Sunday... Doing the Lord's work. I'm doing the Lord's work. You're doing the Lord's work. That's what we're doing right now. Jesus is telling me to make people laugh. Oh, that's awesome. Jesus only tells me to firebomb abortion clinics. Your Jesus sounds really cool. Santa gave me that. Oh, sweet. Legitimate Santa. What is it? Oh, I'm glad you got this from a pedophile in a red suit. I'm going to cherish this forever. Keep it close to my heart. Right here. <laughs> no. Yeah, I, I went Santa to Game to me, not you. I saw um, Kevin Christie <laughs> and Kirk Fox. Oh, okay. Yeah. Aww. Aww. That was adorable. No. No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. then. Get out of here! That was disgusting! <laughs> Comics are supposed to be lonely, sad people. Yeah. <laughs> Vacuous. Yep. I, 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 was I, say empty, I do clean my apartment thing. a lot. <laughs> With the vacuum? Yep, I'm very vacuumed. <laughs> it's a better way to do it. Don't disturb me when I'm cleaning my room. <laughs> That's from the <laughs> scary movie, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank God it's on you. Duffy? Yeah. I love that movie. That's good. My mom made the biggest, like, Doofy. most colossal error when that movie <laughs> like came out. Because yeah. I was like in like fifth or sixth grade when that movie came out mm-hmm. maybe even younger maybe like fourth grade and dude that movie was the shit well this was the best part so my mom we're, it's like the summer and like we're leaving the pool and there with my friend and shit and my mom's like I'll take you guys to the movie and we're like we want to see a scary movie and we're leaving the local blockbuster because we're getting a movie for later that night wait what's blockbuster shut up <laughs> In the long, long ago, <laughs> in the before time. I worked at a video store when there's a transition yeah, between VHS and DVD. Compared to the, the people sitting in this room, I feel like a fucking grandpa. <laughs> yeah. Like he's like, oh, I remember when Scary Movie came out. I was in fourth grade. <laughs> like, what's Blockbuster? I'm like, oh my god, I just <laughs> see my whole life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I thought the Blockbuster was never going to go out of business. I remember right. that. I and then, was like, this then is a good... Redbox came out, and I was like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> yeah. Well, Redbox came out, and I was like, only a dollar? A day? Uh-huh. No, that I makes didn't. a lot of sense. And then they came out with the Redbox video games, and I was like, this is a great way to like get sucked into something and then like have my card charged $8. <laughs> and then after that, $8 is charged, like, yo, that's going to be $70. You know, um, <laughs> Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. <laughs> yo, can I get like the case with the art and shit? Nope. <laughs> nope. So Netflix really ruined yeah, Blockbuster. 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 You know what ruined Blockbuster? You know what really ruined Blockbuster? I'll tell you. (laughs) What really ruined Blockbuster was in uh, 2006, Blockbuster uh, celebrated their like 25-year, 30-year anniversary or something like that. They jinxed it. We're never going to close! Why did you say that? The first Blockbuster was in Dallas. And so to celebrate it every week on the front page of the Dallas Morning News, they had this 
big thing oh, celebrating <laughs> some different aspect of Blockbuster, right? Uh, they had me for one of those, and ever since I was on the front page of that shit, it has fallen apart. <laughs> Once you open a Dallas Morning News and there's a picture of me with a sweater vest wrapped up in video game controllers talking about how awesome Game Rush was for Blockbuster, <laughs> that's when it all went to <laughs> the decline. So that you were the it. reason. Yeah. I am, I am Hoobastank. <laughs> oh, I am, no. I am the Hoobastank. <laughs> what movie was it? Hot Rod. Oh, Hot Rod when he wakes up and I was the one who was like, he's like, what? <laughs> I never picked up on that. I'm like, Hoobastank. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> I love that movie. Oh, that's good. So good. There won't be a sequel, though. Well, yeah, that movie because, didn't make any money. Well, be, like, all Pam because, Brady movies. And also because uh, Danny McBride didn't get along with, like, Jorma, Jorma, I think. There was like some bad blood there or something. And hmm. It was just like, I'll never work with him again. It was like, ooh. Yes. I don't care. Danny McBride's fucking hilarious. Yeah. I'll see anything that yeah. motherfucker's in. The Foot Fistway is one of the funniest yeah. fucking oh, yeah. movies. I saw that in theaters and I like told my buddy, like, I was like, dude, you have to see The Foot Fistway. How long was the theater run? Yeah, because I never it saw was like, it. It was in art house theaters. The one oh, thing, uh, the positive about like in growing Diego. up in Dallas is... Dallas is like this pretentious, cunty southern yeah, city that's yeah. like, we have delusions of like being artistic and shit. And so like we have a bunch of art house theaters. Yeah. And that was one of the movies that was playing there. What are, uh, they're all owned by... That. The Angelica Film Company. The guy who runs that festival every year, like the Slam something or other? I don't know. <laughs> I just go to the movies. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I told my buddy, I was like, dude, you have to see this movie. Slam Dance. That's what it's called. Anyway, go ahead. Slam Dance. I was like, Slam Dance. Is that the sequel to Flash Dance and it's about a bunch of emo kids? No, it's this guy who opened all these theaters in uh, Texas. He runs a film festival every year called Slam Dance. Hmm. And, like, apparently there's, like, an ultimate fighting thing and he fights in it every year or something. Uwe Bolt? Huh? Wow. <laughs> like against animals or other people? People. Because animals would be fucking awesome. <laughs> that would be pretty fucking <laughs> cool. Sweet. I interrupted your story. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. I don't even remember where it's going. Uh, <laughs> Dallas uh, delusions of oh yeah yeah yeah. So I saw Book Fest. I was telling my buddy about it. And he's like, "What's it about?" And I'm like, "You're watching a Taekwondo instructor who works in a strip mall Taekwondo dojo have a mental breakdown over the course of a week." And he goes, "That sounds like the worst movie ever." And I go, "A little Mexican kid." does cocaine at a party <laughs> and is chopping it up like a fucking pro. <laughs> and he goes, alright, I'm gonna see that shit. <laughs> Did you see the alternate ending? Oh yeah. Dude, I've got the, the DVD for that shit. I... Uh, he killed his Yeah, wife. he kills his oh, wife. Yeah. He like straight up murders her Did on he, the bleachers. Did he break her neck? Yeah, he snaps her yeah. neck on the bleachers. <laughs> <laughs> she like to breaking it off with him and he's just like, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you think he's gonna be fine with it? And he just snaps her fucking neck. She's like, oh, what is, "Why are they all laughing at violence yes. against women right now?" <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe I should leave. <laughs> I, was against, I mean, women in general. I was like against a bitch. She was a bitch. Yeah, his wife was a cock juggling thunder cunt. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. She was a thunder cunt. Okay. <laughs> I understand. That's uh, that's the uh, porn version of Thundercats. <laughs> Thunder cunts are Thunder. on the move. Thunder, Thunder cunts are loose. Oh Feel the magic. Eat the cock. Thunder cunts are loose. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a queef? 
Oh, that no. was the thunder cunt queef. Oh, okay. <laughs> when he when he would yell like thunder, thunder, thunder cuts. What is what is like dick just get huge? No 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 no. no, no, no. It, it, actually, because uh, he's he's, he's he's rubbing his thunder cunt. Oh okay. So he's like thunder, thunder, thunder cuts. Oh! <laughs> there was an act out there that you didn't see. So uh... I was rubbing my clitoris. <laughs> Actually, that, that would have been the biggest clit <laughs> yeah, on the face yeah. of the earth. Whoever has the, the clitoris the size of the light bulb size clit, I want to meet that person. Because <laughs> I'm, like, I'm sure if you like, just hugged them, they would come. <laughs> oh, hey, it's been a long time. Oh! That's good. That's good stuff. Um, ultimate goal of career. Oh, Jesus. I don't know how we could do a trick. These are the best segues! We go serious comedian discussion so here. So what do you have for, what are your goals? So I don't want to have to know we're talking about the clitoris. What's your goal in life? To get laid now, because we're talking about sex. Because that's a goal, right? Oh, no, you mean comedy. Oh, we're being serious again. We're by the <laughs> in this room. Is there a goal? Oh. A goal, get good at comedy. Just goal. to be better than everybody in this room. Well, you're never going to reach that. Good luck with that one, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> He's all Same. rocking in his chair. <laughs> I'm just oh, sitting pretty like, yeah, I ain't not. Can't touch this. Do, 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 do. <laughs> uh, no, I, I don't, as far as like a long, long-term goal, I don't know. Get a TV special, maybe? I don't know. I want to go on the road, is what I want to do. Yeah, okay. I want to Enjoy, Enjoy that when it happens. Mm-hmm. I just want to go... It's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> don't ever do it. Did you I tour? worked the road a few times. I, I did like a small stint of shows in Texas with Tommy Lucero for a month. Mm. But you guys, did you guys like, did you get paid to do any of them? Some of them. Some of them you did? Some of them. But... A lot of that money ended up going to alcohol immediately. Because <laughs> like, when you're in Texas, it's like, we don't have legal weed here, but shit, we can sell you a pitcher of Lone Star beer for $2. <laughs> Actual price. <laughs> for a pitcher? Pitcher of Lone Star beer, $2 wow. in Austin, Texas. You, your liver will commit suicide. <laughs> when are we leaving for Texas? Exactly. Tonight. And see, it. I thought there was nothing good about Texas. <laughs> no, that's the only good thing. Because I haven't explored Texas enough. Keep in mind, this is Austin. It's not Texas. Oh, Austin is the Austin. San Diego of Texas. Mm, like, it's the Mexico. super chill, laid-back, liberal, young city where all the cool people go. South by Southwest is there, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love mm-hmm. South by. Austin City Limits. Mm-hmm. Austin City Limits is a nightmare. If you haven't gone to Austin City Limits, don't bother going now. Is it, um, it's a festival, right? Yes, it is. Okay. There's also a uh, TV show on PBS. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It has a very interesting and eclectic selection of bands. Cool. Cool beans. Yeah. Cool, cool beans. Cool beans. Cool beans. 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 Cool beans. Cool beans. You're being racist. Oh, sitting right here. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> oh, oh, it's because he's brown. I get it. Uh, it's like a Wait. racism thing. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I mean, I can, I can, kind I can of, say I can it. get you away with it. that. I know I can get away with that. My mother's maiden name is Pamela Maria Barrera, so I can get away. Obviously, with I was adopted. If you Later, can't tell, her maiden name was all of that. Pamela Maria Barrera. She's from the valley. He's like, it was just. <laughs> I have. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Do you have four That's names? That's all you've got. No, I just have three. Because <laughs> there's like four names, and then sometimes there's a fifth name, and you're like. Sometimes How many names it just do goes you need? On and on forever. Like it lists the whole family tree in one name. Yeah. Seriously. The ones who get no. in trouble though, ones with two names. <laughs> Raul Zambrano. Yeah. <laughs> Pancho Villa. <laughs> Are we seeing a connection a here? Name, right? Here we go. Even though he's not Mexican, just say it anyway. Elian Gonzalez. <laughs> Adolf Hitler. That shit. Adolf Hitler. OJ Simpson. <laughs> Mark David Chapman <laughs> David Wayne Gacy That's John Wayne Gacy John Wayne Gacy Dang it Dang What are you gonna do? do? Put on some clown makeup and kill some kids? <laughs> <laughs> the worst John Wayne anyone has ever done Ever I like this pill Oh yeah Skull f that's what that was John Wayne. Pilgrim. <laughs> oh, pilgrim boy. <laughs> oh, oh, the Puritans. Oh. <laughs> you know what I like? History lessons. Giving. Um, no. Just as like to eat a lot. Like it, it's a mission of genocide holiday. Yeah. There's no few like you know because everyone realized what a cunt Columbus was. <laughs> you can still do Thanksgiving. Like you can still do oh, that. Yeah. My sister, I had to explain because you know we talked earlier. My sister is an idiot. Uh, <laughs> I she's she's playing to her. That found the pilgrims actually were like God. We got rid of tribes. <laughs> oh, actually, that is exactly yeah, what John Smith yeah. said. Quoted on Wikipedia. You've seen Pocahontas? <laughs> right, that willow tree says that. <laughs> the king voice of the mountain. <laughs> Can't do that. We could we could tear uh, hand these out for the small pot uh, and casinos. Uh. uh all uh, and we'll build off. shit on your burial grounds and you'll be like, oh, that's haunted fucking pale face. <laughs> They're like, fuck you, Geronimo. George W. Bush was in the Skull and Bones and fucking robbed fucking Geronimo's grave and stole his skull. Hashtag conspiracy theory forum site shit. I read that on the internet. It's true. <laughs> I know that for a fact. Just like how Princess Diana... Uh, was ritualistically sacrificed by the Illuminati in that tunnel. Oh, uh, so theories, unfortunately. Yeah. on the internet. There are people, <laughs> and these are that's a sort. Either of you subscribe to conspiracy theories at all? No, I don't. I don't do the, a lot like the lizard people one. I like the lizard. I was about to say because like my whole point was gonna be like, okay, if you believe in any of that shit, that is a slippery slope before you're like. Interdimensional reptiles. <laughs> yes. like, David, I, I love how people are like, that is a real thing. And I'm like, you are basing information off of David Ike, a former soccer player who knows nothing about politics or ancient history what's, or outer space and came up with all this shit he admits wandering around the desert while tripping balls. <laughs> but you'll be like, no, you know what? Super Mario Brothers is a documentary. That movie was a real thing. Dragon Heart so really happened. <laughs> I love that movie. That's good. Sean Connery was a fucking fucking dragon. Better actor than Tom Hanks. True. As the dragon? 
Yeah. Tom Hanks <laughs> plays dragon. That's true. Yeah. You never watch him a p- <laughs> Too much of a pussy. Stop playing the nice guy, Tom. <laughs> Fucking Charles Man. Yeah, that's lady Yeah, that's just like, that's a disfellow time. Like, you know, like, it's like him in a rooting for still killed him. Not like, like, at least, like, Robin Williams was like, I'm gonna do one-hour photo, I'm gonna do insomnia. John Leguizamo played a clown from hell. He's spot. Yep. He's automatically a better actor than... Punchline? Punchline. Punchline with uh, Tom, Hanks Tom Hanks and... Tom Hanks and... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was it. Yeah. Or you did That's more of a... Watched a fourth of it and turned it off. Oh, man, it's good. Does it have Tom? Yeah. I won't see it. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you like D&D? I, uh, I, I, I don't know anything about Never. it. Never. I, I don't know. I, it. myself, high five you. In fact, <laughs> I was very jelly when I seen all your pictures yesterday. Yeah. I so, am a nerd. I used yeah. to D&D a lot. We played, so, uh, we we'll played. make out our <laughs> 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 We're getting yeah. into some real nerdy yeah, stuff yeah, let's, uh, You think you're well, nerdy yeah. with all your pop culture. Well, yeah. it just Yeah, no, that's a, that's a boundary I have. <laughs> Level up. I don't think since I didn't cross that, that threshold in sixth grade, that threshold will never be crossed. No, just I, because I crossed it a year and a half ago, two years ago. Is math involved? Very little. Is writing involved? Very little. Are numbers? Are numbers? Are numbers involved? Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, that. Are numbers involved? It's called pen and paper. Well, on your dice, yeah. Okay, I won't do it. I won't do it. Do you go to Renaissance fairs? No. Have you also, ever been no. to one? Yes. LARPing, right? No, not LARPing. LARPing is live models action and role playing. I mean, but, they had that, but... Uh, yeah, I've been to Renaissance festivals. It's really fun. Really? Yeah. I've seen cool. I mean, my friend went to one like, just to see what would happen. It was like a oh. It was pretty cool. A horror story from a Ren Fair. A horror story? Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much. There's a guy who, like, would get super into, like, role playing. Uh, for the Ren Fair, and he would like fuck all the chicks who would go there. And every time he would come, he would right before he came, he would say, "Receive my seed." That does not surprise me. really weird. This reaction right here. I used to own a comic book store, so I've seen a lot. I've met a lot of weird people. Owned a comic book store. I owned a comic book store. That's what I did before I did comedy. That's awesome. Actually, that's what I did before I moved out to San Diego. It was called Empiric Cards and Comics. Uh, it was like the best six years of my life. Did you name it? Like, did you? Yeah, you, like we. You built it from the ground up. Built it. We started as yeah, like a bird. selling on eBay. <laughs> with me and a friend. Yeah. We, he was a big comic book collector. I was a big gamer. We decided to just kind of start small selling. business loan, like that kind of thing. No, we just we started. Working out of my house, we started selling comics and like gaming singles and stuff on eBay. Just like we had extras from our own collection, so we're like, let's try this." And we started. Uh, We did that for like a year, and then we decided that we wanted to open up a physical store. Uh, We couldn't get a business loan because they don't really give business loans for startup companies. too risky. You have to have like enough you have to be you you have to be established before they'll give you loans for businesses. So. We, we got a credit card with a huge credit limit, and we opened up our business. That is awesome. And we did that for five years as a physical, as a brick-and-mortar store. And then the economy went to shit. Oh. We went into the recession, and then... Thanks, uh, Obama. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually before, thanks, George Bush. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Bill Clinton, for repealing the Glass-Steagall Act. Uh, 
But you no, know, the the economy, especially in the town that we lived in, a, a lot of companies started downsizing. Where did you started, live before down here? I lived in Watertown, South Dakota. Oh, okay. And uh, a lot of the companies started laying people off. My hair's falling. A lot of my customers who spent a lot of money got laid off. Oh shit! And so, of course, the first thing when you get laid off, the first thing you decide to cut back on your expenses is your hobbies. So that's the bad. You quit part. masturbating? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't afford this anymore. <laughs> so that's the bad. That's like the one bad part about owning a specialty store like that. Yeah. You know, like if you own like a, a convenience store or something, people need that shit. Yeah. You know, they need food. They need alcohol. They need clothes. You know, things like that. You have hobbies. They don't need hobbies. That's what they do for fun. And if they can't afford it, they're not gonna. Exactly. <laughs> okay, Raul, you're a pussy. Um, I just want that. I want everybody in this podcast. Yeah, yeah. And the podcast like they're to know just that randomly. a girl just opened his drink because he's not manly enough to open it himself. Listen, I don't have. I'm not. I'm so a, I'm I opened Raul's right. drink for him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so yeah, I did that for like six years. It was. And, and I worked full time on top of that, so oh, wow. I basically worked two full time jobs. So did you? Um, you had employees and stuff. He like had a couple of employees that kind of ran the shop while while I was at work. Because even my business partner, uh, he he worked full time too. Like it was something we were kind of trying to do on the side. So we were like, at first we were open when we could be open. Like we'd be open like just evenings and weekends, and then we decided to to start opening up earlier, and we hired some people. And, we had employees, and it was like, it was a great experience. We met a lot of cool people, and we were like a family. We weren't, you know, yeah. like everybody come on and hang out all the time, and just... Are you <laughs> expecting to, like, open up a store here or anything? No. No? Sure no. no? Not at all? Too much? Okay. It, it could do well. It could, I mean, there's a lot of, uh, there's already a lot of comic book stores and stuff around here, and, and it's actually, comic book stores are expensive to have, and the fact that you have to have a lot of... Uh, equity going on in there and comic books because like <laughs> when you get new comic books in every month okay because every month or every week you get comic books in yeah. if they don't sell they become back issues mm -hmm. so when we started our business mm -hmm. when we opened our physical store we had zero new comics because we were waiting for our, our first order to come in we had six boxes of back issues okay when we first opened that was pretty, back issues were a big deal because people were just now getting back into comic books. Mm -hmm. They're like, so now they had to try to get back issues and it was kind of a cool deal. When we closed our store, we had 26 boxes of back issues. Ooh. And what happens is, is the issues that come in every month, that if they don't sell, they eventually become a back issue and then it just builds and builds and builds. So and builds do you have like a massive comic book collection? No, not anymore. I did, did before I moved out here. Did like, you sell it all? Yeah. Like when we closed the store. Uh, you had to. I, yeah, I had to. You know, I had to pay for shit and so we uh <clears throat> i did a bunch of stuff like online and auctions and just different things like that so did you have to do like dollar comic and stuff for some, some yeah some, some precious things. ones yeah where oh, did yeah. you have the comic uh, book store uh watertown south dakota oh okay. are you looking for it no i went into a comic book store though like a year or two ago so, oh, I closed in 2009, yeah. so I, I haven't been doing that for like almost. No, she four, she went oh. a day or two ago in 2009. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it could have been mine. She's a time traveler. Oh, she has a door. Uh, <laughs> sweet. Empiric comics and collectibles. Em empiric com uh, empiric comics and cards and, cards and cards. Cards. Yeah. We we'd what was game Star Wars, and that was a huge game. Uh, out of the, the miniatures, you know how they have Dungeons and Dragon miniatures? Yeah, yeah. Warhammer, right? They used right? to do the same thing with Star Wars. Huh. They came out in like 2005. 
And at that, like, Water t the, the nerds in Watertown were big into Star Wars because of the Star Wars card playing game from the 90s. It was huge. That's what that was for. The, the, the gaming store <laughs> that was open before, you know, the lady ended up just retiring, so she, she sold her store, and that guy didn't know what he was doing, and he went out of business. But there was a lot of Star Wars fans, gaming fans, and so when that miniatures game came out, like people went nuts for it, and that's right when we opened. So we were we were selling like miniatures by the case. Then Hero Clicks came out, which is another miniatures game, and then of course Magic: The Gathering. We supported that. We were doing like tournaments for all these games, and that's what was really supporting funding us. I mean, we have people that collected comics that would come in, but they didn't buy off the shelf. If they were a serious collector, they ordered right out of the the diamond catalog, and we just. You know, we order them. And yeah, we'd order. They put in their own orders, and we just order for them. And they'd come in and pick up their orders every week. That's awesome. I, uh, me and my buddy just went to the mall like around Christmas time because I was getting some C's candy for my mom because it's like her favorite candy. And um, and then he was like, "Man, I've never." He's like, "I've never been in this mall." He's like, "Let's walk around a little bit, see if we find anything." We went. We found comics and stuff. Mm -hmm. It's huge yep. comic book store, hmm. and that's yeah, where we found have, this guy. Yeah, he found it first, so he bought it because otherwise I would have bought it. I bought a couple of Futurama comics. Have, and like, uh, you know. I think comics and stuff has a couple stores in San Diego. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've never been down. to one of those. It's pretty good. The only comic book stores I've been to is the one on Claremont Mesa Boulevard, and then um, the one. Uh, Galactic Comics and it'll be. I don't know. One I went to was in Mission Valley. Mission Valley? Yeah. Where's all these comic book stores? That one's in the mall, right? It shut down though. Was that one in the mall? Yeah, it was in the mall. The little outlet. It got shut down? Yeah, it got shut down. I'm so sad. There was a point where, like, those came in and took all the weed. Yeah. And all the comic books. It was an old guy running it. Wizards, Wizards of the Coast isn't a comic book store. No, I know, but I was they just, were, I remember uh, there used to be like Wizards of the Coast stores. Yeah, and yeah, they, they, they just they ended all shut really? yeah, All of them. Oh, yeah, Wizards yeah. of the Coast used to have their own stores. Yeah, yeah. That's the bigger awesome. D&D yeah. rocks. Yeah, yeah. there used to be a lot of D&D going on. Wizards of the Coast didn't just do, they didn't just do D&D. Yes, they did like Magic Gathering. They actually bought out, actually what landed Wizards of the Coast, what really put them out there was Magic the Gathering and Pokemon. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, they would hold tournaments there, and then also they would have like uh, rented like PC gaming and stuff. And that was back when like uh, Diablo was big and like uh, just a lot of good games that yeah. like people would spend hours on. Yeah. yeah, TSR actually was the ones that used to really do a lot of the the role playing, and then yes. Wizards of the Coast bought them out. Like mm. they didn't even really have anything to do with Dungeons and Dragons until they bought out TSR and all the like the fantasy books and novels and things like that. Oh, but yeah, they did. They used to have their own stores. They were pretty cool to go into. Uh, Get figures and stuff. Yeah, actually, how I got into gaming is I worked for a company that was a packaging company, and they were a con. They, their big cus their biggest customer was Wizards of the Coast. Hmm. Like we packaged like, Pokemon. What is this? We packaged Pokemon cards and Magic the yeah, Gathering Pokemon cards. cards. Yeah, gotta catch them all. 
<laughs> just like Pokemon was not like I was not a fan of that. I feel bad for like nerding your podcast for like a good thirty minutes. No, it's awesome. It's I, shut me up for a while. So. <laughs> it's just like, I'm out of my realm. If you have an imagination, you'll love D and D. I have no imagination. Yes, you do. You're a comedian. And he actually yeah, right? really is there happened. is there a rape option? If they did if they did a if they did a board game if they did like a role playing game uh, of the movie Seven. I haven't seen that either. Actually, the funny thing is, is that like there's almost a role playing game for almost everything. Like That's Dungeons true. and Dragons is the most known because it's been around since the seventies. But they have like modern vampires. There's one. There's Farscape. The Farscape one. That show was awesome. That show was the oh, shit yeah. best thing Jim Henson has ever associated himself. My with. business partner. What was the Jim Henson show? My previous business partner, that when I owned the comic book store, he's a huge Farscape fan. Like that was his. Favorite show, like that's all Dragon I watched. Black. And I'm gonna plug him right now. He just released his own book right called uh, uh, Shadow Stars. You can find it on Amazon. One word or two? Ooh. I think it's, it's two. Shadowed Stars. Shadowed. Shadowed Stars. Okay. Steve Couts is is the author's name. He just released a couple months ago. Um, so yeah, you can buy that. It's like the first of like six or seven books that he's got planned. So. He's a huge nerd, huge fantasy guy. Like, uh, you can say nerd. Sci-fi. It's okay. Well, nah. We're all friends here. But I mean, he's, Matt, he's what'd you huge. call me? <laughs> you call me a nerd? That's oh. the N word. No, he's sci-fi more than, than fantasy. He always has been. So it's a good book. Sci-fi. I haven't got the book yet. Give me some I was like, oh, oh you give me a copy. Good. Man, I know, I know. He's going to start your new collection. That's start right. a new store. That's right, man. And then sell everything. If I was financially independent, I would totally open a new another comic book store. The thing with comic book stores is, is you got to have money. Yeah, you, you you do because they don't always they're not especially like where we were there was two of us as a business like we're business partners so yeah. it's hard enough to make an income for one person let alone two people. Were you surprised you guys like, got as far as you did? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was to be honest with you. Like I, you're like, all right, let's fucking do this. And then yeah, like, because it was five years later, you're like, we're still doing this. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, exactly. <laughs> and we evolved like. Like, just before we... Just like Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we turned into a Blastoise, motherfucker. We were a long time. <laughs> Started as a squirrel. Started as a squirrel now. I have to show you something on YouTube now. We, uh... Okay. We started, <laughs> like, a, just before we closed, like, the year, the last year... We started, we, we brought in a bunch of flat screen TVs and Xboxes, oh. and we started doing, like, video games, like, Halo tournaments, and, like, Left to Pay a little bit to go into the tournament, uh, yeah, we were trying to trying to pull that market in too, just you know. And at first, it was huge. Like we were packed. We did our we did a Halo a two man Halo tournament. We had like thirty people. Like there was like fifteen twenty teams just for that. You know, wow. I mean, it was huge. Uh, and then we did like the pay to play. You know, like people could buy like a gaming card, and then they could just come hang out, and play video games at the store. Nice. Yeah. Um, and that worked out really good. And then, but. Just like everything else, it was hot at first, and then it just kind of yeah. 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 But some of the best memories I have from the store is like we would close the store cool. at like ten o'clock, and then we would just all hang out and play. We would play verses on Left for Dead until like four or five in the morning. <laughs> so we'd just be sitting there doing a LAN party, all playing Left for Dead. Or we'd <laughs> role play. Like we used to role play like every week. 
We would either do Dungeons and Dragons or we would do T20. We would do Cthulhu. Do do? Okay, Cthulhu, I've heard because I love HP Lovecraft. Oh, yes. I would that play was that. actually a fun role. I would play actually. that. There's... Does it end with everyone going insane and killing themselves? Just like an HP Lovecraft story? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. There's a, there's it, like the whole time you're just like, you're, like your character's writing a letter to his nephew. Just like, <laughs> I've written this under duress. I find it completely irreparable. <laughs> big words, big words. Pretty much. No, but it was fun. But we would, like I said, we would just hang out until like four or five in the morning doing this shit. So like some of the best memories in my life and some of the coolest people that I've ever met were because of that. Yeah. So even though we ended up closing and it cost me a lot of money, you made a lot of long term friends. But I made a lot of yeah, and, and a lot of memories that I'll never forget. Like people that were associated yeah. with it, there's they still remember. Like you know, yeah. we still talk about some of the stories. Campaigns and like, you did. Well, just like did you ever get out, any like, characters up to level thirty? Yeah, I got high-level characters. Like, this we is so nerdy. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> One of the I'm best... I'm, like, I'm in so much pain One of the right best now. I don't know what is going on. You're loving it. No, I don't know what's going on. You're McDonald's. You'll like this. It involves penis. <laughs> One okay. of the best <laughs> stories that, that ever came from, from the shop is, uh, like, I, I wasn't there when it happened, but... Uh, couple of our regulars came in during the day they would come in on their lunch break and just they'd go get lunch and then they'd come to the shop and just hang out yeah. uh and they were there hanging out and one of the guys and my cashier they always fuck around and they were talking i don't know how they got into the conversation but they got on the conversation of penis size <laughs> and so right. the customer decided like to take it out take his dick out and start measuring it and like, Whoa. I don't know. Does that sound like a good idea? Uh, no, but this is the best part. Flashing so right or... when this happens, the UPS guy walks in with our delivery. <laughs> oh, please tell so me quickly, something. So quick, so the, Funny so the one guy like the, the, was had his dick. Quick, puts it away and he like starts walking away. And the UPS guy just goes, "Oh yeah, that's right. Just walk away like nothing happened." Oh man, I that think... is awesome. <laughs> I thought the he didn't freak awesome. out. He's just like, yeah, walk away like nothing happened. I thought the UPS guy was going to say, well, that was a nice package. <laughs> oh. <laughs> How awesome would it be if the UPS guy just pulled out his dick? Yeah. Just, like, just start going, you spin me right round, baby, right round. I He's got Rickrolled for the first time with that video. Oh, with Meat Spin? At my comic book store. Nice. Because my, awesome. my, my one of my main cashiers like, hey, you need to go to this website. Check this out. Go to OMG Wow. Blah, blah, blah. So yeah, I did it, and then I saw me. that, and I was like, fuck you, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's better than someone being like, hey, check yeah, out Lemon Party. Oh, no, I got that one, too. There ain't no party like a Lemon Party. Oh. All puckered up. <gasps> old. Sour-tasting cock. <laughs> uh, wrinkles. wrinkles. <laughs> Lots of wrinkles. <laughs> Lots of old dudes <laughs> fucking each other. Okay. Lots of old dudes. Lots of old dudes fucking each other. No, my okay was like that's where that's what it was. Um, <laughs> I've never. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <sighs> now I want to I want to open up a comedy book store. Thank you. What would you call it? Would you call it the same? Keep the same name? Mm, I might just to just to pay homage to what I had before. You should just name it Black's Not Welcome. (laughs) (laughs) You'll get a lot of media attention, trust me. The only one that would want to come is Delby, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he's not black. I don't know. I don't know. He's a a, a nerdy comic. Huge nerd. Uh, Delby told me one time he. uh, He lives with me. 
Really? Yeah. Okay, you gotta ask him the story then, because about the time where we, he and I were talking about slavery, uh, which is great, because you know two of the whitest comics in San Diego talking about slavery. Um, and, and he was like, man, you know, I think, like, you know, if I was a slave, like, they'd probably set me free after a while, because, like, you know, I'm, like, smart and shit. I'm like, Delvey, they would look at you and be like, he knows how to read, string him up. And, like, before you know it, you're like, when you're, like, halfway into the sentence of, would you like to take a look at my graphic novel that I've written? <laughs> that they have already tied you to the back of a buggy and you're being dragged down a dirt road lined with weeping willow trees. Oh, that's funny. They're weeping for you. Yeah, they are. <laughs> they are. Oh, man. Um, what a podcast. This has know, covered a lot of yes, topics. Yeah. In fact, we, I just got back into Magic the Gathering. Like, Alright, that's when I check out. I'm going <laughs> to the other room. I got Magic, Magic the, the Gathering for Christmas. Where you got the snacks at and shit? <laughs> I know, just like... No, seriously, she's hungry. We're going to get her some snacks. Oh, okay. Oh, no. I was like, are we no, ready? In the... You know what? I'll show you guys. I just, Don't worry I'm about it. About I'll, I'll get find it. it. I'm like, nerd. <laughs> I totally nerded this out. Yeah. I'm so proud. I fucking made. Fucking, I cleared the room. I out. did. I made fucking Russell Brock. Yeah, you. You know what? You've walked I Russell Brock. You have walked you've Brock. Done, you've done what I've done to audiences at the comedy <laughs> store for, for years now. And, I, can, uh, I can now retire. Hold on, I have I'm gonna do a callback Russell to an earlier Brock. discussion. That is offensive. I'm leaving. <laughs> 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 I, 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 I'm gonna retire now. I did everything I needed. I you made Russell Brock. I think you leave. just, I think you just won comedy. <laughs> I did, yes! And I didn't even do it by telling you no! I did it by talking like a nerd! You're the geek, baby! Oh, <laughs> Did you ever watch that show, geek uh, Beat the Geek? Yes, I love that show. It was amazing. That show was awesome. The show was amazing. The show was awesome. It's too bad that it ended so soon. I think I could have beat The Simpsons Geek. Mm. Yeah, there was a lot of them that I thought I could beat. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, day. nope. Nope, I can't beat them. Yeah. They yeah. know too much. They do. They were smart. That no, was before I'm, Wiki. That was, yeah. uh, pro that was, was that pre-internet? That was like almost before the internet. It was like when AOL was just say, sprouting out. Spreading up. I'm gonna I'm gonna date myself, but I think I was in high school. <laughs> that came out. Well, I was in like almost 20 years ago. When the AOL discs first started coming on the uh, three and a half inch floppy, um, I was 10, maybe 11. How old are you now? I'm 30. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so I'm not that much. I was gonna say I'm like, damn, because <laughs> yeah, I was in high school. Yeah. And um. Yeah, I was like, oh, wow, free internet. And then you can just keep putting more in and get more free hours. <laughs> get the free internet. This is awesome. Dial up. Yeah. Oh, man. You know, I heard on the radio the other day that people, there are people that still use dial up. I was uh, like, whoa, I can't believe that. There's a. Because they were talking about things that you that will, that will no longer exist within five years as yeah. far as technology. Dial and dial up was one. But fact that it's still being used just like it's insane my mind it's like because uh, i already thought dial-up was gone <laughs> i did probably, not know it existed it's probably like two bucks a month or something like something ridiculously <laughs> low they probably pay you to use it like, <laughs> please 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 use our home phone service we don't want to be we don't want to be obsolete <laughs> um there's a 
show called Being Human? Have you seen that? I I've seen Delby and my my uh, fiance's sister watching it. That's why the U.S. Was. version, the Sci-Fi Channel. But I have not actually watched it. All right. So there's right. there's an episode where they do they reference like nerd culture all the time. And it's really awesome. But there's this one episode where. Uh, the guy goes over to his fiance's house to meet his parents and stuff, and her older brother or something, and he's like, he's talking, or the older brother is talking to the mom, and then the mom is like, well, I could use the phone if you weren't hogging it up with all the internet, <laughs> internet you've been using, and, and then the guy that comes over is like, oh, you guys still have dial-up? Is that still a thing? And they're just like, blank-faced, like... Yeah, of course. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, another show that does a lot of nerd references. I don't know if you want, have you watched Leverage? No. Oh my god, it's so great. Uh, it's on Netflix now. All the seasons. Uh, but they're they're hackers like a huge nerd, and he's always making references to like just nerdy things all the time. Like the dude on Dollhouse used to do. Probably. Yeah. 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 Uh, oh, when is this gonna air? Just out of curiosity. This is episode right now. This is episode. Um, I'm gonna split it because it's gotten really long. But uh, it's episode ten, so it's gonna be episode ten and eleven. Okay. Only episodes one and two are up right now. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. then I'm not. How how often do you post it? Every week. Every. Oh, okay. All yeah. right. Never mind then. Starting two weeks ago. Okay. You can All plug right. something. I'm not going to plug it. Plug something it'll be that's over. going to happen in the next 10 weeks. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, hold on. Are we doing plugs? Yeah, of course. Okay, hold on. I got a plug. <laughs> I got a plug. It's not a butt plug, so. Sorry. Go on ahead. Go on ahead. April 18th. <laughs> <laughs> I got to check my calendar. 2018. April 26th, 1992. Ten years from now, tell me the year of eternity. The 18th and 19th of April, I'm featuring at the Comedy Palace for Adam Hunter. Nice. Nice. There we go. Crushing it. That's right. I was going to plug the festival, but since this won't be up for another, like, ten weeks, that would do no good, because the festival's, like, in ten days. Yep. Yeah. It's not going to. Yeah. Nope. But uh, San Diego Comedy Festival, it's the first year. Yeah, so like after, exciting. You, after you listen to this, you, you can go it? online what? and you can go. Are you on it? No. I, I tried to get on it. And I, I, I have, didn't take. I, I'm I'm an idiot and I've never videotaped a set. I have Why? no idea what I look like on stage. Why? I've never, I, I, I have an iPhone with very little memory. I can record your set tonight. That would be awesome yeah. because I, I don't know what I look like on stage. Actually, you do have one good. Didn't you do? Did you do one of Rick Dean's shows? One of the proems. <coughs> oh no, I did do that, but there wasn't a video of it. Should have been because we had a video. That was the worst. Oh well. Because that was the night where it was my ex and my two neighbors, and that was the audience. Oh no, that wasn't Rick Dean's show. That was a versus show. No, that was something different. I remember that mm-hmm. show. That was like one of the first shows I produced. Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. <coughs> I remember that. Yeah. Well, yeah. well go ahead and uh, I think we're going to get ready for the comedy show this Sweet. time. Sweet. But you want to plug your 
Yeah, Twitter uh, and stuff. Yeah, uh, you can follow me on Facebook, Twitter. Send me dick pics on Snapchat. This is Russell Brock um, talking. At Russelltron5000. <laughs> um, I host a movie podcast. Called um, what? Movietron5000. <laughs> uh, website is... Is it all going, one word? Yep. It'll, uh, it'll be going up next week. I uh, just finished recording uh, the final podcast because I wanted to do like six or seven episodes before I... Uploaded. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, um... Gotta have some backlog. And then I go up at the La Jolla Comedy Store every Sunday, Wednesday, Thursday, drop by the box office, drop my name, you won't have to pay a cover. Nice. So, yeah. Uh, do it with your life. I'm gonna walk out of here with a purse on my shoulder. <laughs> That's true, people. Okay. That's true. So what we're gonna do now is gonna pause the recording. No, Oh, we're, we're coming back? Oh, yeah. Oh, we're doing this afterwards, too? Oh, yeah, then I'm not going to plug anymore. I'll plug later. Yeah. All right. I guess I guess after the break, I'll be back for some more yeah, interviews. Yeah. Business is Raul eating some fucking Butterfinger. Oh, yeah. He's like, can I have a bite of this? It looks so delicious. Good, so man. drunk and high. Sure, wow. sure Are you going to be able to drive? Yeah, I'll be fine. Are you Once sure? Once I get food, yeah. Oh, okay. Why guys do this, I'm going to go get food. Huh? Why you guys do this, I'm going to go get food. Where you... You miss some food, too? Do you want? Do you yeah, want I want some fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Really? <laughs> Are you asking me if I want food? How uh, dare you? So Eddie Bentos, so it's a Mexican place. What do you want? Uh, how expensive is it? It's like five, six bucks for a burrito. Mm, that's uh, expensive. <laughs> it's kind of expensive. I will get. Just give me a couple bean and cheese burritos. I'll keep it okay, simple. Okay, that's fair enough. Uh. I'll give you 10, that should yeah, we'll be... Yeah, we'll figure it out, we'll figure it out. I'll give you the Yeah, it'll probably be less yeah. than that. Do you want a Butterfinger rainbow? Yeah, I, I will, yeah, since you, you opened it. You can do it. Since you, like, devoured that, I will totally nice. take a Butterfinger. I want you to get another one. There we go, you want... <laughs> Sweet. Oh. We are recording again, we got all that on. Oh, we're recording. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's totally recording us fatting out. Good. It's like I put in my burrito That's order. Interesting, not for the audiences. Oh yeah. yeah. It is. Oh, every audience wants to know what these guys eat. We eat Butterfingers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like a champion. Oh, it's really fresh. It's delicious. Because sometimes when you get a Butterfinger, it's like super hard. Yes. And yep. you're like, well, I'm not getting this out of my teeth for three weeks. Mm-hmm. Well, this is really good. Yeah. yeah. So... Dandy. Mm-hmm. Come a how, long ways. How many characters did you get up to level 30? Really, I only got, like, one. That's, it that, takes that's, so long. It does. Like, I played that character for a long time. It had, like, a huge backstory. Uh, the main reason, actually, though, that I leveled up so fast is because we found a, a, a deck of many things. What? A deck of many things. Like, it's... Uh, I don't know if they use it in 4th edition, like in the older games they did. Like, it's just an item that... It's an item that you find. It's a magical <laughs> deck. And what it was is you, you pull a card, and they, they had... You, you'd bring, like, a regular, like, 50-card, you know, deck. Yeah. And you pull a card, and it had a chart, and whatever that matched, it, you, you'd get that. Like, and bad things could happen. Like, one thing was, like, you you'd... And that's how I leveled up so fast, is that... Uh, you get like a bunch of experience points, huh. and then one would be like you'd have to fight like a freaking you know 
some sort of monster. Like, I mean, there was some positive things, but there was also a lot of negative things in the deck. Yeah. And so, like, you didn't want to, like, push your luck and keep pulling from the deck, so you'd uh, um, you'd pretty much get, like, one pull from the deck. So, like, if a group found that item, they'd each do a pull. Okay. And then whatever happened, happened. Sometimes it was bad. More times it's bad than good. Yeah, but, but I, I happened to got, fit. Yeah, and I got lucky, and I drew like to. I got a bunch of experience, and I leveled up really fast. And then, uh, and then it was cool because that character had like a relationship with the dragon. <laughs> uh, I had uh, where I tried to rob a dragon. Where's your character's I, name? I was a thief. Uh, it was Crypt. Later changed to Crypto when I got changed into a female. Oh. Yeah, cursed ring. <laughs> <laughs> cursed ring changed my sex. Oh, man. Um, but yeah, so it, it was cool. Like I had that character for a long time. I still have it. Like I just haven't played it because we did a couple high level campaigns, too. But but yeah, I ended up like befriending a, a dragon, and after I tried to rob it, and so like the storyline that the that my the background for my character ended up being where. Like, I even, like, multi-class, and I was uh, a horde stealer. was one of the classes hmm. that I, I picked. By the way, for anyone who's listening right now, who knows <laughs> nothing about D&D, you're going to learn about D&D. You are. It's, uh, it's all imaginary. I mean, there's stuff in front of you, and there's maybe something in front of you, like a map or something that you move your character on to fight bad guys, but it's all imaginary. But the way he's talking about it is the way... That you would talk about it too if you had played you it. What I was talking you, about. like live through it. Exactly. You live through it with your character. That's right. And it's awesome. And anyone who's like, uh, that's too nerdy for anyone to handle. It's like, dude, you just haven't tried it. Like if you tried it, you'd, you'd understand. You'd like it. Like it's you would. It's very human game. Like it is. it's very like it speaks to people's sensibilities, it speaks to people's emotions and like it's uh not just D and D, like though, like any role playing game, really. Like I yeah. played them all. Like I, I was a big fan of Shadowrun. I was a big fan of Vampire and Werewolf. Like any kind of role playing game. Growing up, I was a big fan of. D and D is just kind of the more common one. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you befriended a dragon. You yeah. met up with it. Yep. We we ended up being real, you know, <laughs> friends, and like it could communicate with me. So you spoke draconic. Uh, no, it, it had the, it had psychic powers, like, it uh, could use telekinesis to, like, You have a pretty awesome DM? Him. Yeah, I did, yeah. Uh. This guy's our DM. The is guy, he? The Tyler, guy that's playing the, the game right now? Yeah. Um. He's awesome. And it, and it was, it ended up being, like, uh, I forget what the storyline was, but we were, like, trying to rescue these dragons, like, uh. The, uh, this guy was, like, kidnapping all these dragons. He had them locked up. For whatever reason, I don't remember. It's been a long time since I played, but that's how I ended up meeting the dragon. And then we had uh, throughout different stories or whatever, like the dragon kept coming back, like and I had to do stuff with the dragon, and and then like sex stuff. No, 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 no sex stuff. <laughs> I had to go on missions, do some adventures, try to help sex the dragon. Out. Yes. Lots of sex. Lots of sex. You've never had sex until you've had sex with a dragon. You do not know what you're missing. It's rough. It is it rough. It is rough. That's right. Sometimes it's hot because they breathe fire. Because they breathe fire. Because they breathe fire. 
hottest sex you've ever had. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> just like it's like <coughs> literally a Krispy Kreme. We had um, so we're playing like with the map out there and the characters mm-hmm. and, um, and everything, and uh, the way we played last time was Tyler whipped something up, and um, my sister and my brother-in-law came into town and they were visiting and they were like, they wanted to play D and D and he had a week's notice to get something together and uh cause and the whole reason that they wanted to play was cause they heard that I had been playing and they were like what is this D&D like mm-hmm. they knew they had heard about it in culture and like pop reference pop references and stuff but then they were just like how nerdy can this be so we started this campaign and six and a half hours later we finally like finished uh like a set of encounters and stuff and it does take forever yeah but um it was like a it was like a mini campaign really mm-hmm. and uh so we met up with these people in the brotherhood of harmony and they uh and he made he made all this up and so then uh we were sent on a mission to save all these baby um monsters and animals and these monsters and animals were being used because they were being used in like pit fighting and stuff and uh in this secret underground ring and this guy Victor Falcone was running this ring, and uh, we had to steal all these baby animals and monsters and bring them back to the Brotherhood of Harmony so that they'd be safe. So we go through all this stuff, and like, oh, the way we played, we didn't play with a map, we didn't play with, like, we had little figures, but we didn't even really use them. It was just kind of like, okay, what do you want to do? And so then we just, like, talked it all out and imagined it all out. That's pretty much what we, like, we did, because miniatures didn't, like, I played D&D when I was in high school. And that was a long time ago. Like, I remember playing 2nd Edition. And uh, we didn't really do the maps and the grids. And yeah. It was all just... So it was all, like, checks, skill checks, and, like... Mm-hmm. Um, there wasn't... There weren't any... No, I think we did basic abilities. Um, but then it was... It was more of just, like, theater of the mind. Like, there's nothing that you're looking at. It's just kind of like looking at the person while they're talking. Mm-hmm. And then they're building the story around... So, like, we got such vivid imagery of what was happening, and um, we ended up saving the, the monsters from the fighting ring, we brought them back to the Brotherhood of Harmony, and then they were like, thank you, thank you so much, they'll, they'll be safe with us. And then we started to leave, and as we left, the door slammed behind us, and then it was sealed and locked magically, and we couldn't get back in, and we heard the wailing and screaming of all these baby monsters, and... and uh, animals and they were eating them oh no yeah so we <laughs> so we went on this whole mission had this, and so we're like oh the brotherhood of harmony no fuck those guys <laughs> yeah no good times i i actually like d20 modern a lot what's know. that it's raw it's like D, but it's it's more modern times like you play guys with like guns and you know, you can use weapons and stuff. It's like it's one. basically D twenty. It was like it was like Dungeons and Dragons, but in the future. Hmm. That's what it boiled down to. Cool. Um, although I will say, my high level character was my favorite character to play. Uh, I had a lot of good times playing that character. I mean, you can you can make a D and D campaign however you want, and mm-hmm. you can make abilities and make um, like skills and stuff, and it's just. 
it's whatever. It's whatever oh, it is. Want. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. much. Like I said, I haven't played in years now since since I pretty much closed my comic book store. But uh, we used to play like every week, and it wasn't. We wouldn't play just D and D. Like we we played a different role playing. We play like once a month, you know, like different games. But we play every week, so it was a different game. Like first. Saturday would be D and D. Second Saturday would be Cthulhu. The third Saturday would be like D twenty. You know, so we we had all these kinds of different games going on at the same time. Cool. Like that's what we did. Cause that was the other thing when I had my comic book store, we were, opened it up to like gaming. We had a game, you know, the gaming side. So we'd have like tournaments for the card games and the miniature games. But we'd also have, you know, we had a spot set aside just for role playing. So like they could do campaigns. While we had the store open yeah. and things like that, so and they could also open. buy stuff from the store if they wanted. Yep. Probably had snacks and stuff. Yep, we had snacks and we'd have soda and we, you know, sell that kind of stuff. So, you know, it was the idea was to keep them in the store. Yeah. You know, spending money, but a lot of a lot of the people that would hang out at the store would not spend money. You know, those kind of people, they're like. They kind of really irritate you because they're like, "Oh, I can buy this online for cheaper," blah blah blah. Mm. And we tried to compete with online, you know, online sales and stuff, but it's they tough. would come in, you know, they'd buy their stuff online, but then they'd come in and want to play at the store, and it's like, you know what? You go online and play your stuff. <laughs> you <know? laughs> Tell me how that goes for you. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know how that goes. Go play Magic: The Gathering. Well, now you can play can play online because that's a thing, but. Back then it wasn't. It's like, go play with your friends online. Yes. Tell me how that goes. Um. So yeah, there's that. Cool man. If you uh, the there's the game store up here in it's like Vista Oceanside Border and it's called Paradise Games. Nice. Yeah. I was like, well done. Well played with your wordplay, mm -hmm. sirs. Paradise. Welcome to Paradise Games. Yeah. And um, it's pretty, it's a decent size. Like, it's a pretty big, with the, um, pretty big room with all the games for sale, the figures and paint and mm -hmm. everything. And then there's a whole other room, um, like, through a different little hallway, and that's where everyone plays the games. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can, they have a bunch of games where, like, they've been opened and so people can come in and be like, I want to try that game. And they'll be like, okay, go ahead. Well, and that's, that's the way to do it. Like, yeah. you demo. Like, I was always a huge, like, gamer as far as, like, uh, like Magic the Gathering was one of my games. And I just started getting back into that. But uh, I was a fan of the miniature games, uh, especially Heroclix. Heroclix is amazing uh, because it's based off comic books. You know, you have, like, your DC comics and Marvel comics yeah. and... And it, it, what do it, you do? Like, what is it? it it's played on a map, uh, like on a grid map. And so when you buy it, you also buy a map? Or it comes you buy a star If you buy a starter, it comes with everything you need to play. Mm -hmm. uh, but what it is, is it, it, it's little miniatures, yeah. and, and they're, they're on a base called a click. That's why they were called hero clicks, yeah. because they click. Um, and what it is, is like I said, it's, it's, it's kind of like chess with superpowers. Like, it's a lot of strategic. You build teams like you decide what kind of a game you're going to play like if you most like games you would play you would play like a 300 100 points and what that meant was you would build each figure had its own point value depending on how powerful it was 
the more points it would be. Mm -hmm. And you build a team of 300 points, and then you, you play your opponent, and each click, it had like a slot, it has a slot where it, it shows you its stats, like it has its, how, its speed, uh, its attack, its defense, and how much damage it would do. Mm -hmm. and, and it had like the range and whether or not it was close combat. And then it has colored squares, and those colored squares usually equaled like some kind of a special power, like it had impervious or super speed or things like that. And so you basically you just you you you're playing an opponent kind of like chess but with superpowers where but you're going around and you're attacking their 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 pieces and they attack your pieces and uh, whenever you take damage you click the dial down and as you go down you lose powers until eventually you KO that character and then when you KO that character you get those points and okay. then basically the object was to either KO their whole team or if you decided to quit whoever had the most points wins the game. Hmm. So it's very strategic uh, and then you know they have a lot of like uh, like different teams kind of help each other you know like you could be like the Justice League and you'd get a special ability if all your players were Justice League or Fantastic whatever. Four, X-Men. Ex yeah exactly. Legion of Doom. Yep. So that, so that was actually one of the games I played a lot hmm. but it was expensive. Booster packs are like eight, nine bucks. You only get like four or five figures, but mm. it was always a fun game. And then you know, Star Wars miniatures was another one. So I was more into the miniature games, yeah, and gaming side of things. Uh, um, did you ever play Arkham Horror? Did I ask you that? You did, but no, I haven't. Uh, like I didn't. I play board games. I like board games, uh, but I was more. I'm more of like the collectible games. You know, like like. Pirates of the Caribbean was a game, like by WizKids, mm -hmm. and that was another fun game. That was where you'd like you'd dice. No, it was uh, pirate ships. Uh, you basically get these islands and you put them out on any tabletop. There was no map, and then the ships that you would get were like they were they were made out of card like you like collectible cards, and they popped out and you build these little ships, mm. and they each you know could move so far or whatever, and yeah. it was like. You try to blow each other's ships up and stuff. Hmm. Um, I'm not sure if they still if that game still exists actually. Uh, Dude, WizKids made uh, Courtiers. Have you played that mm -mm. with the dice? So it's a it's a deck building game, but instead of cards, it's dice. Hmm. It must be one of their newer games then. And it's fairly newer. I think maybe 2011 or 10 oh, or something. Oh yeah, yeah. And so what it is is you get this pouch, and you start out with 12 dice. You start out with. Uh, eight uh, money dice which can land on one or two and then four pawns which can either attack for one with a defensive two um, or there's like a money side or there's a, a re-roll side mm -hmm. if you get the re-roll side you can re-roll that with another dice hmm. and um, so what it is is there's all these other dice on the table you're capturing monsters and stuff and then you um, have the the ready area, which is what you the six that you took out and rolled. Then there's the spent pile for money, and then there's the used area. And then as you keep getting more and more dice, you have to you have to reach in and pull out only six. If you pull out uh, anything more, then you have to put them back and like re oh, wow. re pull. And then there's like portal dice that let you uh, go in and pick one or two more. 
Um, there's like a wizard and a dragon, and it's really cool, really hmm. evolved. Interesting. Yeah, and then there's like a bunch of expansions for it. And then I just saw at the game store there's a Lord of the Rings one. There's two of them that people have returned. So oh, I'm wow. Like, what? I don't know. I haven't, uh, I haven't, see, since I started doing comedy, I haven't really been keeping up on the gaming. Like, yeah. So now, I'm a comic that used to sell comics. <laughs> I make a joke about that, actually. But, um, yeah, so I don't really, like I said, I just started getting back into magic because I got some for Christmas. A comic who's retired his comics. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I paid to move to California. <laughs> Sold my comics. <laughs> cool. No, I, no, but I've always been a huge gamer. Like, that's, was board games and then uh, my probably one of my favorite games was Hero Quest. Hmm. I uh, I'm not sure. Are you familiar with Hero Quest? I've heard of it. I haven't. Yeah, played it. it was. It's basically it was like D and D where you had like a game tell uh, a storyteller, mm-hmm. uh, and you just go on little adventures and it was on a a board game and win treasures and stuff. A lot of fun. Cool. Kind of like Descent a little bit. Have you played that? Probably like that. I mean, Hero Quest was from. Kind of one, kind of the first of its kind, because it was like where you could build the campaign, like you build these little missions or adventures, and it was with like, it, you know, the pieces were like rocks and walls, and yeah. it, you, you could hit traps and stuff, and it, it was pretty elaborate. Um, I still have, I actually, uh, before I moved out here, one of my buddies, because he's big into the board games and like collecting toys and stuff, had a couple extra. St- extra of them and he gave me one because he knew it was like one of my favorite games nice um but then it, like I said it evolved I went into uh gaming as far as like card games magic was always my big game like I I, <laughs> I used to have a lot of magic like I was a huge I, I collected before I really got into the yeah. game did you sell then, all those too when you yeah I did actually after I sold my comic or after I went out of business with my comic book store I, I pretty much kind of sold all that stuff because yeah. I really didn't have a choice had to had to money. yeah because then not long after I uh, after I closed my business I ended up getting divorced and so I had to make money <laughs> I needed the money oh yeah you're a divorced guy I'm a, I divor- am. I'm a divorced guy as well um, how long were you married for I was married for 12 years Woo. Now, now, when it first started, were you like, oh, we're just kids, like, this seems like a cool thing to do, or, like, this seems like the good thing to do, or were you, like, super definitely sure, like, this is the mm-hmm. one, this is the one, man? I mean, I think I, at the time I thought, you know, oh, this is the one, but then what happened, like, we didn't get divorced on bad terms, like, it wasn't, yeah. uh, like, our divorce was so smooth. It, it was more of a, we got married when we were kids, mm-hmm. and then we grew up, and then we realized we, we wanted different things in life, and we just weren't a match. Like, we didn't, like, like get divorced on bad terms. Like, it wasn't like one of us cheated, or one of us was being a total ass, or, or anything like that. We just realized that, hey, we're not right for each other. And so, we so got divorced. So, was it, like... Mutual, like, did you look at yeah, each other kinda, and say, yeah, well, let's was. get a divorce? I mean, we had our like every, every well, every relationship has their problems. I mean, yeah, you have your ups and your downs, but you, said, you, got you to say the it at the same time, then you go, Oh, same time, yeah, ah! pretty much. Well, and then you oh. high fived, and then, yeah, exactly. And then, and then it was done. And then, you know, Eric Knowles totally, uh, 
called that. Uh, <laughs> the kids would joke about that. He's like, yeah, my divorce is so great. And we just high-fived and it was over. Oh, I didn't, uh, I didn't even hear that. Yeah, he does. He has a joke about <laughs> talking about his divorce and how easy it was. And that because they didn't have no money, there was nothing to fight over. So they pretty much just high-fived. It's <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it was, like I said, a lot of it was we got married when we were young. I was 19. She was 18. Uh, and then we just grew apart. Like, part of it, because when I had my comic book store, I, I also had a full-time job. Yeah. So and that like was, like, never full-time. Home. So I was never home. Like, she would come to the comic book store once in a while, you know, and, you know, and she was going to school, kind of doing her thing, so, during that time period. And then, all of a sudden, I, uh, I was out of business, and so I was home a lot. And it was like, you know, we just kind of irritated each other a little bit wait home a lot did you also have your full-time job i still had my full-time job but i was home a lot because, because before, before i wasn't home not at all, all. <laughs> like, i pretty much was home to sleep and that was it so you gained like so 12 like, hours of your life yeah so like i went from not having a life to being home all the time and, and then and it she's was like, like what are you doing here yeah, yeah exactly and <laughs> she, like, was, I failed, she was a big uh <laughs> she was a big video game person like she oh. played video games all the time and then which was cool because it was something we related to yeah. you know because I, pl- I would play when I could but uh yeah we just after that after I closed my comic book store and I was home all the time we're like you know what we're just not right for each other we should end this I thought we're holding each other back <laughs> <laughs> let's do something else so when you did you start comedy when you moved out here Actually, no. I started comedy after I got divorced. Okay. So, in uh, South Dakota. I did, yeah. Comedy was something I kind of always wanted to do. Uh, when I was in my early 20s, I kind of, me and a friend were going to kind of write. And we went to a couple comedy shows to check it out because I was curious about pursuing it. Um, and then I just never did. And then uh, fast forward about 10 years and I got divorced and I started writing uh, mostly just as an outlet, because I mean, granted, it was a mu- kind of a mutual thing, but it was still it still caught me off guard. Yeah. You know, you, we we had our problems, but we you know make up and we get through it. And all it's, of a sudden, it's not a super easy thing to do. No, it's not. It's it's, it's, like, it's um, even the easiest one. You're like, whoa, yeah, it's, has yeah, changed. Still, it like, has. It yeah. There used to be a whole other person here, like. Yeah, it takes some adjusting, and I so I just started writing, and writing, and writing, and writing, and I started looking into doing. I was like, you know what? I've always wanted to do this. What do I got to do? And I, so I went online and I looked uh, into it a little bit. I found this open mic at a comedy club that was. uh, It's about an hour and a half from where I lived. Where I lived, there was no like comedy clubs or comedy shows. I had to go an hour and a half to two hours to just hit an open mic. That's, <laughs> that's South Dakota. Everything is like spread out. Um, is that Bismarck? Is that one? That's North Dakota. That's North Dakota. Pierre? Pierre is, South yeah, Dakota. Pierre is the capital of South Dakota. Um, so I, I found this open mic and I emailed them about signing up because you had to sign up in advance. And they only did it once a month. And they did it kind of like, like a contest, like, Basically, whoever had the best set of the night got to come back for the finals or whatever. Uh, so I just I signed up for the open mic and I decided that I wanted to. Uh, 
I didn't want to do it right away. I wanted to make sure I had material, and so I signed up like two, like two or three months in advance. Yeah. And I just started writing and writing and writing, and then I rehearsed and rehearsed and rehearsed. Uh, my my current fiance at the time was just just a good friend, and she <laughs> suffered hor like horrifically as I went through this because she was the one that was I was performing, performing for. for. <laughs> yeah, like the like the weekend before the first open mic that I did, I I spent like three hours just going over the same routine with her. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to make sure I got it. I wanted to make sure I was prepared. Um, and so then I, I did this open mic, and I remember when I got up on stage, and I, I, I was looking out in the audience, I was just thinking, oh my god, what did I do? What the <laughs> fuck am I doing? <laughs> and then I told the first joke, and I got a couple laughs, and then I got a couple more, and I was like, okay, this I want to do this a lot. For the rest of my life. Yeah, pretty much. And that was the moment that I was like, yeah, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. Um, I'm going to do comedy. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. Um, Cause I, like, I didn't have like, I didn't have like the best set, but I, I didn't do terrible my first time. Cause I think, cause I was prepared. Like, like I said, I did a lot of writing. Cause yeah. that was a good way to vent. And then, uh, I just did rehearsed. You did you take notes up, or did you have it all memorized? Oh, all memorized. I, I never use notes. You'll never see me go up with a notepad or a phone. In fact, uh, I don't even write. Like, when I think of a bit... You should. I should. Because if I ever get amnesia, I'm going to have to write. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to watch a lot of videos. I used to write, but now I write. Everything is in my head. Like, when I think of a bit, I work it all out in my head. The only time I write out a bit is if I... Because sometimes I, I, I work with uh, Mike Castleberry. He and I, like, we go back and forth a lot with helping each other with jokes and stuff mm -hmm. and so the only time that I'll ever like physically write a joke is if I'm sending it to him okay otherwise everything is in my head yeah it's good I mean it's good to write it cause there's some like there's some older jokes that I have where I'm like oh I could go back to that like that's good mm -hmm. like the, or I could like fix that cause otherwise it's something that I just would have forgotten and I don't know if it's but I don't forget that's what I'm saying. Like, Steel trap, kind of, yeah. Like <laughs> I know all, all, like all my jokes. Like even ones that I have old jokes that I don't do, I can still remember them and rework them. Like, do you still rehearse? Not, no, I don't rehearse. Or do you no. just kind of like float jokes by the fiance and? Yeah, I work with like, her a little bit. Uh, lately, good. she's been pretty busy because she's going to school and stuff. So. Jeez. I do a lot of Take all, forever. Yeah, no doubt, man. I'm fucking starving. <laughs> Wait, no. Listen, listen first. <laughs> oh, my God. Why did you get me two of these? Wait, well, I thought you said two. You did say two. Right? Yeah. Did I? I said no if they're small. Oh. I guess no. Yeah, there I was no way that I would have known that. You, you said, said give me a couple. Give me a couple. Did I, did I and oh, my God. Yeah, absolutely you did. So how I was much like, were these? And you gave me $10. Yeah. If you wanted to win, you would have gave me 5 I didn't know how much they were going to be. Jesus Christ, here you go. Oh, my God. These, this, for you guys that can't see this because this is a podcast, the size of his forearm are the size of my forearm. <laughs> <laughs> My buddy always gets a, um, 
a breakfast burrito from there, and there's Thank a you, chunk, Raul. chunks of bacon in it. And stuff. Oh, yeah? Wow. Damn, that sounds good. Yeah. I should have known the last time we went to a taco shop, the burrito, right. the bean and cheese was huge. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. So, so sometimes I go over it with her, like, we'll work together a little bit. And then, Run like, something by her, and you're like, what do you think of this one? And like, Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Because she does comedy, too, so... Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. But, like, more writing, on the writing, or does she... No, do she performs up? once in a while. Like, she doesn't go up as much, because she's she's an artist, like, she she does, like, drawing and painting, and now she's... An artiste. Yeah, and now she's going to school <laughs> for graphic design and stuff, and we've been doing improv classes, and, um, so she's a little, like, kind of all over the place with... I mean, she's an artiste. <laughs> and I was like, what you said. So. Yeah. A lot of irons in the fire. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Um, so, mm-hmm. when you moved out to California, what year is this? When you moved out? 2010? Yeah. Okay. No. 2011. Okay. The year I got married. And 2012 was the year I got separated. Oh, wow. You weren't married very long at all. It was eight, oh. eight, just over eight months. Not, Man. Quite, not quite eight and a half. I, I, I made it 12 years. <laughs> no. Well, like, was there, was there, like, good chemistry between you and your ex? Like, yeah. I mean, for the most part. All right. All right. There was, like, none between me and my wife. Oh, well, then why'd you get married? I mean... I've, I've said this on the show before. <laughs> it's funny I can pull that. Yeah, you can be in here. Man. No, 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 I'm I gotta be honest. Did you eat you. a burrito already? No, God, no. Part of the reason that I got married so young, and the reason I proposed, uh, part of it. Religious, and you didn't do it until marriage? No, it was because, well, kind of. It was because she was religious, and I took her virginity, and she was very sorrowful. So was it like a a guilt thing? And so I kind of felt guilty that I took her virginity. You're like, well, to take away your guilt, let's get married. Yeah, that's a crazy, like... No, actually, that that was kind of how I felt. Like, I never told her that. I loved her and everything, but at the same time... Since then, she stopped you on the internet. Okay? When we got divorced, we were fine, and then uh, about a year later, she started being a real bitch, and we haven't talked since. Uh-huh. I mean, we were friends after we got divorced for a while. Mm-hmm. I mean, now she's just. Mm-hmm. I haven't talked to her in a couple of years. So. I don't talk to my ex. Like but no... see, that's what I mean. Like, but we it, were... it didn't end. It didn't like like yours. It, ours didn't end on like. Like fuck you! Like this is mm-hmm. this is a mess. Give me all your money! Right, like yeah. blah blah blah. And it ended just like, okay, it's over. Like uh, the day I asked for the separation, maybe the day after. But um, you asked. When I asked, yeah. No. When I asked for the divorce. Um, so the day after the separation started, she took like half of the money from the checking account, half of the money from savings, which I get. Because it was like our money. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it, the thing that did kind of suck though was um, the money in the savings account had all just come from my bonus check. Oh. oh. <laughs> so I was like, oh, it was $800. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I didn't complain. I was just like, 
like this is how it's gonna be like you know and um she and her um sister and her sister's boyfriend um came and got like a bunch of her stuff while i wasn't at the house mm. and then um and then another uh another time like she kind of made sure that i wasn't going to be there and she came and like got the rest of her stuff and yeah then she just moved back in with her dad but yeah like we we don't talk like we talk we talked when we saw each other at the at the courthouse like um to because we had all the papers and we had everything signed and everything and it was like okay so how does this go and they were like all right well um, okay, you have this and this. Okay, that's good. Okay, you have this and this. And they were like, oh, this box right here, because you didn't check it, the, uh, this makes sure that we're not responsible for your stuff. Because you didn't check it before, now we have to make an addendum to the divorce papers and it's going to take another month. And we were like, oh, man. Because that was after six months of, like, or seven months of, like, like let's do it like right because there was a cooling off period or whatever before yeah. you can like officially get the night, divorced and stuff like the nice thing in South Dakota it was like 90 days oh, like, oh you had to be wow, separated for 90 nothing. days and then you could file for divorce and like literally we got separated in April and by June we were divorced wow that's how fast it was it was like uh, and then and I think part of the reason that she like she's because she kind of decided that she kind of wanted to get divorced or whatever. I mean, like I said, every relationship has their problems, but a lot of it she was... She was the decider? Yeah, because she she was getting laid off it's from her drama. job. It's a new drama on DNT. The yeah. decider. The decider. Starring your ex-wife. Yeah, right? <laughs> she, uh, she was getting laid off from her job, mm-hmm. and we worked for the same company. Oh. Um, but her department was getting... They were, they were pretty much getting rid of her department. And so, well, they were and they were either going to transfer her department or they were going to lay them off, and they decided to lay them off as opposed to transfer them. And so I think she started reflecting on life and stuff and decided that she wanted something else or whatever. Um, so then we got divorced. But the kind of, the relationship that we had, she decided, she had some family in Texas, and she decided to move to Texas after the divorce was final. I moved her to Texas. Right. You like helped no yeah financially I helped, like, to move no away. she had it, she used her money because when she got laid off she got a severance pay and then she oh. ca- got her retirement <laughs> cashed out and so she had a bunch of cash or whatever but I took I borrowed a buddy's truck and she rented a trailer and I physically drove her down there with her stuff nice. and then I drove back gentlemanly yeah I drove from South Dakota we <laughs> left on Friday like at four o'clock in the afternoon. I drove to Texas, southern Texas, and back to South Dakota in one weekend. Holy cow. Me and, a, me and another buddy went so he could drive too, and we took turns driving, but we drove all the way to Orange, Texas, and then back to South Dakota in one weekend. So you, guys, so you said that you, obviously you guys were friends, like post-divorce and stuff. Mm-hmm. But what do you mean when you said that she started becoming like a real bitch? Like, what, what happened? <laughs> what was the transition? Yeah. What? Well, <laughs> after... That uh, was the turning point. Yeah, exactly. The turning point was after uh, after the divorce. Uh, eventually, I, I had to file bankruptcy because she got all the money, like cash wise, because she cashed out her 
retirement. She got her severance pay, and she took pretty much all the cash. She left everything that we still owed money for. So, like, I had the car, and I had the house, mm. and this and that. Everything that we owed money for, I was still paying <coughs> on. And I just, I fell behind, and I, I had to file bankruptcy. Mm. Well, the house, because of the way we did the divorce. Did you have a, her, did you have a bought house? Like, yeah, we were buying a house. Um, and because of that, she, um, because of that, um, the, I don't know. We, we fucked something up because we did the divorce online and, and because of that, the way we did the, even though in the divorce papers it said I was responsible for the house, she didn't get her name taken off of it. So I filed bankruptcy and when I filed bankruptcy, I let them take the house as part of it. And, and because of that, it fucked her, up her credit. It fucked, well, yeah, her credit was probably already bad. But yeah, it affected her credit and I think it pissed her off. And so then... Uh, she pretty much got remarried like within a, a year or so from our divorce. And uh, one day, uh, me and my fiance we were going down to Seaport Village just to hang out. I got this random text. And it was like, the text was, uh, I'm going to shove my dick up your ass until you. Wow. Or something like that. Like, it was, it was really bad. And, and the reason it, it really irritated me is because at the time, her daughter used my phone to communicate with her, her family back in South Dakota. Like, when they would call or text, it would come through my phone. Oh, so there was a possibility God. that she could see these. And they and I and I, I replied with, like, who is this? And, and they kept coming back with these dirty texts. Hmm. So it was it was really irritating because of the fact that, you know, our daughter could have seen this, did this yeah. and it was bad. So... I, I did a, a Google search on the on the area code and realized it was uh, Illinois and this was where she was living at the time, uh, and uh, so I called her up and I was like, "Hey, I'm getting this this text and it's weird because it's coming from Illinois. Are, are you the one doing this?" Yeah. And I called her up. She's like, "No, I don't know what you're talking about," and uh, and she kept lying and lying about it. Oh. And I even said, "I was like, well, I'm gonna pay to have this number looked up." So if you got something to say, <laughs> you better say you it. better say it now. <laughs> and she kept denying it, and I so I paid to have the number looked up. I think yeah, she probably thought you were bluffing. Yeah. And the number was the the phone was registered to her. It was her husband sending these, <laughs> her and her husband sending these texts. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And so I Dude, sent her a text. Maybe it was her husband, and he was hitting on you. Maybe. I, uh, oh. So I sent her a text back, and I, I was like, you know what, I'm really disappointed in you as a person, you know, like, I, you know, you got a right to be mad or whatever, but what you did here is just absolutely just terrible, and I was like, and then the fact that you lied about it, I was like, you're a terrible person, like, when I called you out, you just kept lying, and you took it all the way to the end, and then uh, I blocked her number, and I haven't talked to her since. Mm -hmm. oh. Nice. Mm -hmm. Well done. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because she was a big Xbox Live person, video game. <laughs> and, uh, in fact, her husband now, that's where they met, was online. Mm. But he ended up being friends with uh, some of my other friends that I used to video game with a lot. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of my, bu my buddy was online, and I joined his party, and he was in it. And as soon as I seen that he was in it, I left, I left the party right away. I yeah. was like, oh, fuck this, I'm done. I don't even want to be part of this. 
So then my buddy comes back and he's like, he 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 exited that party and started a party with me. And I was like, yeah, sorry, I couldn't be with that in that group. And I told him what happened. He's like, yeah, he told me. And even he was like, yeah, we were kind of assholes. We shouldn't have done that. So even he, even her husband was like, yeah, we went a little too far with that. Good. So he's the good guy. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, there's, like, we never, we never talked after the divorce because it was like, why? Like, why? Because we, I mean, when it ended, it was just like, it was just awkward because, um... There was no chemistry, and mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. she wanted to stay together, e- like forever. Even if I, even if there was never any chemistry. How long were you dating before you got married? Dating before? Yeah. Um, like nine months or something. Oh, okay. See, we were only Which dating you... like six months before. Really? We got, before Man, we got engaged. Like, but that's crazy. In, yeah. in the Mormon world, like nine months is a long time. Is. <laughs> I mean, it's like, whoa, why'd you guys wait so long? Kind of huh, like, you're okay. a Mormon? That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. yeah. Cultural differences. Wow. More than Mormons you hear so much about. You still practice? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. Do you have, like, more than one wife? No. No? That's old. That's archaic. That's a stand-up joke. You, you know <laughs> that by now. <laughs> the, the, I, some, I think some, a, some people still believe there's that, There's some right? Mormons that yeah, still do that, though. Like, they, have they, you yeah, not been absolutely. to Utah? They're like like that's a thing. They're a still split. they're a split. Like they mm. it's, it's the it's like, F, you know, the FLDS church, the fundamentalists. Oh. Yeah, um, I mean it's a more extreme version, sure. But it's like we don't associate ourselves with them. Yeah. Like they they'll I mean they might want to associate themselves with us right. as much as they want, but yeah. it's like no, like they we don't believe any of that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you know, to me that sounds, six months sounds like, holy crap, that's it really going to be proposing, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and nine months even then, too. Even like two years to me sounds like, oh, and that's well, actually, fast. And then we got married like less than a year than we were dating. Like we weren't even dating a whole year before we got married. Holy crap, man. Because you did her. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and that's so, No, I was <laughs> like, I, we, I proposed like, we started dating in like June. I proposed like, September, uh-huh. and the following uh, uh, April, we were married. Uh-huh. You know, so, yeah, it went pretty fast. It was fast. But that's interesting because, like, you had, you know, you obviously you had an ex-wife, and now you guys don't talk anymore. I have an ex-girlfriend, and she cannot stop finding reasons to contact me. Huh. That's because she that's, still wants you. It's possible, she but part of it, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, if she goes to ACC, I don't know if you know this, but, like, this ex-girlfriend goes to ACC, but she's... Photographer. Yes, that's her, yes. She's and, a photographer? Uh, I mean, sort of. I mean, she's not, like, super pro. <laughs> yeah, she she a owns a phone and she takes pictures yeah, yeah. on no, it. She, she has a decent... She, has she a, lives she in has Spring Valley, doesn't she? Yes. She lives right down the street. Yes. <laughs> How do you know all this? What the fuck? I stalked her. <laughs> <laughs> not because I didn't know you were dating her, but, uh-huh. but because of the... She... The, the ACC was posting pictures uh-huh. that she had taken from their shows and stuff, uh-huh. and uh, I don't know, for whatever reason, I was like, oh, I wonder who this photographer was, and then uh-huh. I just happened to notice that it was from Spring Valley. Uh, <laughs> so, okay. really, wow, but how did you like, know she was my girlfriend? That's the crazy part. Because you, you said it. 
before. Uh, oh, okay, that's right. I'm, you I'm, I'm you said it. Like, like yeah, we, you, you talked about like, it before. Like, Jesus, like, you know, like, wait, what the about me that I talked with you? Uh, but yeah. I didn't, until you like, said that, I had yeah. no idea she was your girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. Ex-girlfriend, but... Um, but yeah, but she still shows up at the ACC during the open mic, but she doesn't have to because she's not taking pictures then. And then she shows up with her, uh, you know, like, I mean, at the time that we were dating, she was still kind of married, but she was separated. And so now she went back to her husband, essentially, and it's, oh. like, super fucking awkward. Because I perform, and they live, they, they sit front seat. Front, front, front seat. Wait, did you date her when she was separated? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So then she went back to her husband? And then she went back to her husband, oh, and it's like, fuck. Oh. Wow. So I don't know if that says more about her or about me, but we'll see, you know. But, um... Uh, but yeah, so they said like front row, front, front, front row, every open mic. And so I, you know, when I do my set, you I have to fucking it. ignore them, dude. You should address but it, it's just, dude. It's so, it's such a harsh, like... You know what would happen if you addressed it? Uh-huh. They'd stop coming. I don't yeah, think so, man. They, they might. It, it, it's just, it has so many, like, risky, it could end so badly, you know? So that's well, the thing. What, so that's what, why the, how would it end badly for you? They would just be like, "Well, part of it is just that, it, dude." <laughs> <laughs> I guess, yeah, I, it's just, I know that. Uh, I mean, like the be, dudes, the, be tactful. The, don't right, don't right, say, right. "Oh yeah." So she was separated from you. And she was dating me. Yeah, we were yeah. doing I it. Fucked your wife. And she, yeah, and she, she was, was back to you. Now you guys are doing it again. <laughs> that that would be a little. And then weird. you're like, "We're Eskimo brothers." It's cool, yeah. right, bro? Pump it. Pump it out. <laughs> yeah, this shit's crazy, though. That shit's bananas. Uh, B-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-
and then you find out that she had been married before, and you're like, oh, she gets it. Mm -hmm. And she gets what I've gone through Uh a little bit. And, like, it's probably not the same reasons or whatever, but you're like, you've gone through all the crap. Well, that's actually kind of what, I think, what brought Shirley and I together is the fact that we both were, and we were kind of going through it at the same time, like, she had actually started her separation was like in February. Did you guys like know April. each other? Uh, we did actually. You guys we were met. Both married. Yeah, but we didn't like hang out. Like we met because of my comic book store because oh, okay. she's a huge nerd and she she uh-huh. worked next door. Like she worked at a hobby oh. store that was next door to the oh, comic book store. Okay. And uh, yeah, I still remember the first time she came into the comic book <laughs> store. Like, she story, came yeah. in and I was like, wow, she's hot. Uh-huh. Uh, but <laughs> you couldn't proceed because I was I was yeah, married, yeah, yeah. and it was funny because my business partner had the hots for her. It was <laughs> super bad. Mm-hmm. Like, he was, like, really, 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 yeah, yeah. really had a big crush on her. He was married, too. Uh, but his ex-wife was a bitch. And, uh, no, she was crazy psycho bitch. Uh, and I think I caused their divorce. But, hey, whatever. It was good for him. Because it worked out for him, though, because he, he got remarried to a woman that's way way better and he wrote a book and he, he's following his dreams and standing up for himself. Is that the guy, uh, Shadows? Yeah, the, the one that wrote again? Shadowed Stars. Shadowed Stars. Shadowed Stars. stars. He, uh, his, his <laughs> ex was real, that. she was real controlling, like she didn't <laughs> want him to go out and do things and this and that and, <laughs> and the fact that <laughs> I convinced him to go into business with me and <laughs> like he started standing up for himself and I think that was the problem. <laughs> <laughs> she wanted but, to uh, control him. Yeah, right? She did. Like, what was she, she a crazy. wizard in D and D or something? Maybe <laughs> controller. She had some like mind yeah. mind powers. Yeah, I, I get that reference. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so yeah, so that's how I met Shirley originally. But like I said, I was in I was married and didn't think nothing of it. And then uh, we had a lot of mutual friends too, so that kind of helped. But she she started going through her separation and divorce like in February. Because uh, her ex was a dick, and he asked for the divorce on her birthday. Oh, wow. Fuck know. that guy. I know, right? So that she he gave her a birthday card and then, and then asked for divorce. And he was a real tool. Was it in uh, the birthday card? It was a custom no, birthday card? It was no, like, no. happy birthday, and she also opens it up, and it's like... I want a divorce. The inscription from Hallmark is, let's get a divorce. Yeah, right? That would be terrible. <laughs> Uh, so then when I started going through my divorce, like, we were friends on Facebook a little bit. We didn't, like, communicate a whole lot, but I, I, you know, I was like, hey, how do you, you know, what, how did you handle this and cope and blah, 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 and we kind of talked a little bit back and forth. And I asked her out on a date, and she's like, I'm not really in the dating mood or whatever. Yeah. I was like, all right, whatever. Um, and then you fast forward a few more months. And uh, we just started hanging out because we had all these mutual friends and we started running into each other like on bars. And uh, so we just hang out. We became really good friends. Like we were best friends. We'd hang out, you know, watch TV and we'd go out and get drunk and, you know, we were just really good friends. And then uh, she got evicted from her apartment and I had an extra room in my house because I had roommates and uh, one roommate just had uh, some issues and ended up having to... He had to exit, mm-hmm. and so we had the extra room, so she moved in, and then uh, we started dating shortly after she moved in. Was this the house that you and your ex had? Yeah. Yeah. Like, because after... the apartment me and my ex had. Yeah, because, oh. like, after yeah. I got divorced, 
I ended up getting a room. I got a couple of roommates to help yeah. pay for it or That's whatever. Really yeah, and, and then they were looking for a new place anyway, and so they were like, "We'll just yeah. live." Here. Yeah. yeah, this yeah. turns into such, such a like bachelor pad. Yeah, like, you know, it's pretty cool. No trace of <laughs> commitment here. Yeah. Yeah. D D memorabilia, Goonies poster, and all. Yeah. Pretty sweet. I like mm-hmm. a lot. A lot of uh, a lot of whiteboards. A lot of whiteboards yeah, everywhere. Yeah, you're right. And um, when when we uh, we wrote that script, Undead. It's a zombie horror okay. show with comedy like sprinkled throughout. Okay. And um, we wrote that, and it took us it took us about two years to finally finish it and like mm-hmm. be like, okay, this is the final draft because uh-huh. we went like first draft or rough draft, first draft, second draft, and then final draft. Okay. But it took so long because. Um, when I would go to our writers' meetings Tuesdays and Thursday nights from like 5:30 to 7:30, because that's what my my ex wanted wanted me home by 7:30 uh-huh. so that we could eat together and like like so that we could eat together like every night. Yeah. Uh-huh. And um, and she was jealous of like my friendship with Josh and Tyler. Uh-huh. She would get jealous of her over things that didn't exist like. Um, an actress on a show that we were watching. Mm. It's just like, wow. Uh, um, I'm I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna work this into a bit. But she, she, we were watching uh, New Girl. Uh. We watched the pilot. She was like, "Do you think Zoe Deschanel is cute?" And I was like, "Yeah," because pretty much every human being in the world. Right. Yeah. yeah. That she's hot. She's my celebrity crush. Yeah. yeah. My and fiance so, knows that too. Yeah, and then so she's like, "What do you want to fuck her?" I'm like, yeah. It's like, holy shit! Like, what? Yeah, yeah. And it, wasn't, it wasn't. It wasn't like an aggressive face, but it was a face where it's like, I'm being playful, but at the same time, I know that you think she's hotter than me. Like, right, blah blah yeah. blah, jealousy, 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 yeah, jealousy, yeah, jealousy, jealousy. Yeah. Uh, I've heard it up before. A, kind of a joke about this, but essentially, like, I, I was ordering McDonald's one time, and I had accidentally pocket dialed my my ex girlfriend at the time, or my girlfriend at the time. Yeah. So I had pocketed out with my girlfriend that was ordering McDonald's, and then I kind of dropped my phone. So I said, oh, shit. And then later I found out that uh, apparently, like, ordering McDonald's. But she was taking a shit. Not even that. She... <laughs> <laughs> no, She's like, how did you know? Ordering McDonald's apparently sounds a lot like fucking another woman. And so she called us back, super pissed, like, what the fuck is going on over there? Like, what do you do? What do you know? I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I just ordered McDonald's. And she's like, I heard you, you know, say, oh, shit, when you pocket down me. Who are you fucking whatever? I'm like, Jesus Christ, lady. Like, I'm on the freeway. Like, eating, You should like, a totally do that as a bit where you, yeah. like, as you're ordering, you're getting, like, intense. And you're right, like, yeah, yeah. <gasps> I really need a Big Mac, baby. Oh, oh, oh shit. <laughs> That was pretty bad. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. It is. Oh, shit. Oh, shit, she heard me. <laughs> My fiance gets a little jealous sometimes. I, mean, it ha- I think it happens. I think it happens. Mostly comedy. And rightfully so, because I do spend a lot of time doing yeah. that. Yeah. So jealous of the comedy? Problems. Like, at the time? Yeah, like... Because she's marrying into comedy. Because I do a lot of comedy, and she's not always there, I guess. I don't know. She... They talk about it a lot on Pete Holmes' show, where they're talking about relationships. Yeah, it's like, tough. Someone who, like, because you're marrying into, like, uh-huh. okay, this is someone who, like, I want to do this for a living. Like, I want to yeah. do this for a living, so this yeah. is, like, really, 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 yeah. really important to me. Mm-hmm. And so then if they can't, like, be on board, 
and there's like a little rift. I mean, a little tiny. There is, and with her, she sometimes she gets a little jealous, but for the most part, she's a very big supporter. Like she's been with me in the comedy since the beginning. Like like right. I said earlier, she the 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 weekend before I went and did that open mic, she listened for like three hours as I did the same five minutes over and over and over and over <laughs> and over, and like so she helped write some of my stuff and. So she's very supportive, but once in a while, you know, it's a little jealous, and I understand that. Like, I can I can relate to it. Is it is it like a time thing, or she's yeah, like, it's more of a time, like, cause, cause even when I'm not doing comedy, I'm doing comedy. You're thinking like, about it. Thinking I won't think about it, and, and I'm I, because I, out bits I in your head and, and I produce shows, and and I uh, because I produce shows, I spend a lot of time like on the internet. Right plugging shows and yeah. you know putting stuff on calendars and uh, you know when I'm dedicated to something I'm very dedicated to something. Yeah, like yeah. I go above and beyond and, uh, like a good example is like with this festival right now I've been spending a lot of time getting this festival ready uh, now what did you what have you been doing like for the festival pretty much everything like me and Brandon are the like calling clubs and then make, making no. dates and for, no, because for the festival, yeah. like, we, well, we reached out to the Comedy Palace because I already knew that they were kind of yeah. trying to similar, plan. Right? They were planning a festival. They yeah. had been yeah. for, like, yeah. years. Yeah. They just never went anywhere with it. And Brandon and I got together, and we, we talked about putting a festival together, and we were going to do our own festival, and we thought, well, it'd be kind of dumb and counterproductive if there was two festivals competing with each other. So <laughs> let's go see where they're at with theirs. And they're like, well... <laughs> We have a domain name. <laughs> Here you go. Yeah, pretty much. We yeah. have the domain name. That's all they had? Well, yeah. I mean, they had the, the, the name already. And they they were kind of working on it, but not very seriously. So then we pretty much took over the project. So we've been kind of getting everything ready for them. Uh, are running it for them. So. Palace is the main... Yeah, they're the main... The main... Uh, venue. The, the main venue, yeah. And then we got a show at the... Four Points. Four Points. Where's that? It's uh, like Sarah Mesa, which is, it's not too far from where the... What is it? It's a hotel. hotel. Oh, okay. It's a big hotel convention type area, Hmm. so, um, so it should be good. It should be good. Uh, It's been, but it's been a lot of week, a lot of work because we, you know, we meet a couple times a week, especially now that we're getting closer to the festival, so we meet a couple times a week, and when I'm not... When we're not meeting, I'm like online, like I wrote yeah. up all the bios on Facebook, I'm doing all the social media for it, right, yeah. and so, it's a lot of time, it's a lot of time. yeah. Um, I saw the list yeah. of the comics who are doing the festival, and when I, because I'm, I'm not on it, but I like saw, because I was talking to Mike Ula, mm-hmm. and um, I was like, oh, congrats, um, I'm yeah. getting on the festival, like, the and, wait. I think I think I said something like, um, like we should do podcast, whatever, blah blah blah. And then he was like, "Thanks, man." Or cool, and congrats on getting on the festival. Or you too, because I I think I found out that he was getting on because something that he posted. Or mm-hmm. And then I was like, um, uh, he goes, "Oh yeah, thanks. You you too." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh." Uh, it's cool. I didn't get it out. <laughs> I didn't get it out. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> he messaged me right back, and he was like, funny. "He's like, oh, sorry, man. I, I thought I saw your name on there." <laughs> no, no, it's cool. Um, yeah, it's like uh, you know when you 
buy a movie ticket, and then they're like, uh, you know, like, ha like, uh, what's the thing? They usually like, you know, ha have a good time, or whatever, or like, oh, enjoy yeah. your movie, enjoy, enjoy your show, show. enjoy your show, you, you too, you, too. you know, you're like, yeah, ah. you too. yeah, or yeah, or even like anytime, like when you're at a restaurant and they're like, have a good, have a good day, or enjoy your, or the enjoy way your meal, enjoy your meal, you're like, yeah, yeah you, you too. too. Oh wait, you're not eating. Oh, yeah. damn. Yeah, right now, yeah. are you gonna sit down and eat with us? You should sit down and eat with us. This is awkward. You should. This is weird. <laughs> I'm gonna go back though. We were talking about relationships and stuff. Uh -huh. Yeah. And I was talking about how her uh, husband asked for a divorce on her birthday. Yeah. So I just wanted to be known that because I'm awesome, okay. and I wanted to make sure she she forgot about that. Oh, I know where this is Yeah. Head. So like when I proposed, <laughs> I proposed on her birthday. Yeah, that's genius. I did. That's like, no, it was great because no I did because we did uh, we did a huge yeah. birthday party for her. And we kind of did a, a like a surprise roast or whatever. Of course, nobody roasted her because she's too nice. They all roasted me, <laughs> <laughs> which is fair. And then, uh, like right at midnight, when it was her official birthday, oh. I proposed. Nice. And we, you know, we did it. We were at Shooters actually. Yeah. Oh really? That's where, yeah, that's where we did the party. Wow. Yeah, we did it. It was like a Saturday night. Yeah, Shooters is kind of a big deal then. Oh yeah, it is, and, and it is a big deal because we, uh, like I said, we they were doing karaoke and I. Uh, I got the DJ to uh, stop yeah. to let me do it. I told her what was going to happen at midnight, yeah. and they stopped, and we did a big proposal in front of all our friends, and blah, blah, blah. It was a good time. Uh, that's actually so where... what you say? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'm serious. That was her reaction. Shut up. Like, I got down on one knee and proposed, and she said, Shut up. <laughs> and then she was like, Yes. <laughs> Her first reaction was, will you marry me? Shut up! Because she didn't believe that it was happening. <laughs> Shut awesome. up! You clean the slate like Fred Flintstone. Exactly. And, you know, and it's funny, too, because her uh, sister, she ended up meeting her boyfriend at our at that party. Yeah. That's, when, that's when her and, uh, her and Delvey started dating. Yeah, that's where they kind of hooked up. That night, and they delved into their they've story. Been, uh, so they've been going together like almost a year now. I'm <laughs> not gonna lie, Shooters has brought put comics together. That's where Tommy and Chrissy met. Really? Yeah. I mean, yeah, they both live. Well, no, she lives in Springdale. Yeah, and he he come there, and she because she was friends with Shirley, she would come to the shows all the time. So that, that's how they met. Yeah. Meet your soulmate at Shooters. That's right, man. <laughs> you, if you want to meet your soulmate, come out to come Shooters, to shooters. Thursdays. Thursday night, nine thirty p.m. Uh, if you think you're funny, you can sign up at nine. A lot of, a lot of drunk people think they're funny and don't sign up. They just try to take the mic. Uh, yeah, so there's that. You can meet your soulmate at Shooters. I suppose, though, man, we should wrap up. Yeah. This took a lot longer than I thought. Yeah, we've got we've gone over an hour. Total of both podcasts together is uh, three hours and forty-seven mm -hmm. minutes. Wow! Like it's probably split that. It's gonna be a double episode. It's gonna be two episodes. What's sad is I can probably keep going. One. Right? Yeah, I mean, it's just yeah. a conversation. Mm -hmm. But it's cool because we can fun. always we can always do it again. Mm -hmm. You know? might have to. This was, this was good. We nerded out. We did nerd out. You, wa you walked the block. Maybe, maybe too much. I did walk. I, I walked him so bad he didn't come back. <laughs> I wonder. I do. I really do wonder what happened. He didn't text anything. Mm -mm, no. So. Uh, he probably thought, well, nobody's gonna be in this show. I'm not gonna go tell jokes for other comics, mm. and left. 
first girlfriend decided she didn't want to come it's back. Probably, it was probably, yeah. I'll, yeah. I don't know. I'll, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. I'll say that uh, they got in a wreck. <laughs> they probably they got in a wreck and they died. Uh, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. That's no, they no just benefit. Got in a wreck. They, they got in a wreck and uh, uh, the car was totaled. And so rather than getting the tow truck to tow the, the totaled car back here, <laughs> they got the tow truck to tow the car back right. to wherever they, wherever they were but going. But their health yeah. is perfectly fine? Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, they weren't jostled at all. They weren't shaken. They're no, not in shock. They just, uh, they just had to get a ride home. Yeah, well, that could be. And then when they got home, they killed themselves. No! No, Raul! <laughs> the story ends in red. No. Red is how the story ends. Oh! Red because it rhymes with dead. That's good. And I know you see what I did there. Yep, yep you're right. I got into the narrative voice and I started rhyming about this story. So, the night Russell Brock died. No. He was fine until he got home and then he was red because he was dead. And that was said. We've got Doctor Seuss going on right now. Fred. Uh, then right. it was all was, in his head. He was hit <laughs> in the car by Fred. The story got read when he was dead. But it was all in his head. Oh my gosh. And that's what we said. <laughs> Do you want to plug it his in? His cousin was Jed. <laughs> we got 30 minutes left. And then he laid shed. down in a bed. In a tool shed. <laughs> he was not filled with dread. No, because he was one. not dead. Because it was all in his head. <laughs> Plug stuff. Plug, Plug your stuff. All right. Plug your Twitters and your. You shows can find me online at www.danbublitz.com. Just two W's. Was it two? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. Okay. You can find me. We'll edit that out. You, you can, can find me on the world web. It's not the world wide web. www.danbublitz.com. You can find me on Facebook through my website, and you can find me on Twitter through my website, or you can go to at Dan Bublitz on Twitter. There might be a junior. I don't really remember. It's either at Dan Bublitz or at Dan Bublitz Jr. I think it's at Dan Bublitz Jr. I don't tweet much, but when I do, it's amazing. It's am it is amazing because <laughs> I do. People cheer. Yeah, People they do. Applaud. They're like, "Oh, that was funny." They're like, "No, that was dumb." What are you plugging? I don't even know. Okay, Raul. Oh, hold uh, on. Oh, oh. April 9th, 18th and 19th, featuring at the Comedy Palace in the old good old San Diego for Adam Hunter, as seen on Last Comic Standing and the Tonight Shows and all that jazz. So you can come out, hit me up on the old interwebs, and I can probably hook you up with a discount. Nice. Don't, don't plug the San Diego Comedy Festival or anything. Because this is this episode, isn't gonna air oh, until like this is gonna ten be episode, weeks from now. Yeah, this is gonna be episode ten and eleven. This isn't so coming out for like months. Episode uh, ten okay. won't won't be coming out for another okay. uh, eight weeks from now. Uh, well, <laughs> wish wish me happy birthday, April twenty first. Happy birthday, Rob. Oh, hey, thanks. Hey, I'm doing a show at the thanks. comedy. Oh, college. you know what we should like <laughs> yeah, for my birthday. For your birthday, you I'll should come to the. See you. You should come show. see me the 18th and 19th. Yeah, 18th, so. April, <laughs> got it. You guys got that? April, April 18th, April 19th, Dan Bublitz. And <laughs> Raul's birthday party. Yeah. Who knows when that is? <laughs> it's going to be the 19th because we're celebrating it two days early. Anything else? Twitter. Uh, uh, you're not uh, on Twitter. You're on the Twitters? Oh, you can listen to him. 
He's got a podcast called The Punsters. He's like, oh, god damn, why'd you plug my shitty podcast? Because it's not shitty. Thank you. It used to be, but it's not no more. It's better. It's better. Yeah, follow us on, uh, I guess, yeah, The Punsters. Just search Facebook or on Twitter, The underscore Punsters. iTunes. Uh, it's it's uh, iTunes. What is the, I don't know what the iTunes You can just search the for punsters. The Punsters. Yeah, punsters. Yeah, yeah. yeah if you've got like, a, po- a, po- a podcast app on your phone, that's all you got to do. Yeah. You like listening Stitcher? to podcasts? Oh. True, I'm also on Stitcher. We're all. I think the punsters. I think I'm the only comic that doesn't have a podcast. podcast. <laughs> right. yeah. Like every com- like that's a thing with comics. We're like, I'm a comedian, so, and so I got I a podcast. Right. Listen to me talk for hours on end. I'm you gonna, gonna I'm gonna just it. interview Sweet. other comics because those are the only people I know. Because all I do is comedy. <laughs> I don't know real people. I don't even think comics are... We're all a fragment of my imagination. Right now, we're all in my head. Really, I'm in a rubber room in a fucking white jacket. A fragment my of your imagination? Are like, my, arm, my arms are tied behind my back. I'm in a rubber suit. Was, oh, I didn't even catch that. Oh, that man. Awesome. That's good. Who did the joke about inflection earlier? I have no uh, idea. Um, I was too intoxicated. They said, uh, they said, um, inflection is such a funny thing. Wait. That was me. You? Yeah. That was me. I, no, I want to hear my joke and get back to me. No, I, I was, when you, um, when you were like, inflection is really funny, or I can't remember how you started it out, but I, I, I kind of wanted you to, like, say inflection weird. Like, <laughs> that's interesting. That's a good idea. You just you have to say everything in, with a narrative voice because it just sounds so much inflection. 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 Maybe it would have been. Terrible. It's a funny thing. Yeah. <laughs> because one day, I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> I love the I love the punch though. Of course. I was touched as opposed to. <laughs> I was touched. touched. <laughs> that, that was really good. Actually. Thank you, thank you. I get to remember that the bones that got lights. touched. I was touched by an angel. <laughs> All right, this seems like a she good place a to end. Uh, she was me. She touched on. me because she wanted my. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm cool. still babbling. The stripper touched Dan. Yeah. See, I said I was touched by an angel, and then I said her name was she, Angel. She was a stripper named <laughs> Angel. You were closing up the podcast money. Yeah, follow me on Twitter at Dougathan, D-O-U-G-A-T-H-A-N. Also at Yamatat. That's you and me and thoughts and talk. Short. Oh Jesus. Okay. And uh, the pot or the website is www.yamatat.com. So you can find the podcast there. You can find uh, links to my YouTube there. There's also a hidden Easter egg on the media page. Nerd. Yeah, I made it. I coded the website all by myself. Ooh, extra nerd. Yeah. No, it's called dork. I went online online and there's a a site called Code Academy, and you can just learn stuff. Wow. Learn programming for free. And I was like, yeah. That's pretty cool. All I know is you better listen to this podcast, because I won't. (laughs) Because I don't listen to podcasts. I will get on them and talk for hours, but I don't listen to podcasts. I do. I listen to it a bunch. I don't. I yeah. listen to it. Okay. Um, yeah. So uh, the way I end it sometimes is uh, stop, stop listening. Bye!